Welcome to The Buffer, where we're looking to end this dark, dismal, and challenging year with a little levity. And dare I say it, just a little bit of hope. My name is Erpin, and today is Tuesday, December 29th. I'm excited to say that we're back in CKT Studios to record this podcast in person. Say for our remote guests, who we'll introduce in a little bit, we were hit with the pandemic. Like everybody, the buffer finally got hit a few weeks ago, so we did it remote. Joining me in person, as usual, is the editor-in-chief, the man whose gambling misadventures have become fodder for limitless comedy, Hamster Damas, the great Hamster Damas himself, Ham. What's going on, Ham? Not much. Uh, so two things real quick. Disease-free, first of all, right? Last time uh, you guys heard me on this podcast, I was about to die. <laughs> standing applause, standing <laughs> Not applause. Not so fast. And two, by the time you guys hear this podcast, someone will be joining the Over the Hill Club because Erpen, I believe you're going to be turning 38, similar to me a few weeks ago. But I'm still younger. You're technically a few weeks younger. Although if 38 for me is anything like what you're going to experience, mid-January, watch for that COVID. What? Because three weeks into my 38 years old, I got the virus. I need, I need to leverage my medical resources to get a vaccine somehow, right? We know enough people in the medical field That's that true, have gotten yeah. it. Right. That they need to hook us up on the low, low, man. I don't think it, it can be had right now. I think people have tried. There's you just don't people. know the right people. No, man. I mean, there have been stories where, like, uh, in, in L.A. where people are throwing all kinds of money to get in front of the line so they can get the vaccine. But the way that it's being controlled, it's hard to do. Like, it's not like the, the, the tests early on, like the NBA and other people can get ahead of the line. They're not getting ahead of the line right now. Okay. Well, I, I don't know if you listeners noticed, but we did change the intro. Just one time only, special. This will be a special episode, right? We're going to recap the year 2020. So we wanted to make something a little more uplifting for the intro, you know, because it's, it's been a rough year, I think, for a lot of people. Anyways, joining us in the studio is someone who's just a little bit tired of laying low in the cut. He's tired of just sitting idly by, texting away in the background, waiting to chime in on the latest versus battle. Mikey Mole. Mike, who? Like one of those clown cars in the circus, right? He just keeps pulling out these white Walker whiskeys out of his bag. It's just like, <laughs> like a bottomless bag. That is true. <laughs> hey. What's going on, Mike? What up, doe? How, y- how y'all doing today? Hanging in there. Yeah, that that White Walker, that that Johnny, Game of Thrones version, so smooth, so smooth. I'm gonna try some for the second half of the, the oh, podcast. Yeah. Go for it, my man. Yeah, that'll be the the uh, the shit show part right. where we just go, <laughs> we go off the rails. But I would like to tell the listeners just a little inside, you know, dodgeball, inside kickball here. You know, Mike, we we decided as a group, the Buffer, to do a fantasy basketball league this year. That's right. So everything's randomized an hour before the uh, draft selection. So Mike had the first pick. So he was boasting about it. He was so excited about it, like talking mad shit. And then draft time comes. Yeah. He wasn't And this shit is set yeah. on auto pick. Right. So, Mike, can you explain, like, what, what had happened? Oh, you're going you to put me on and, the And it like wasn't that? like a random time. It was like 8 p.m. on a Sunday night. Guys, I was prepared for it. I was ready. My, my shit talking, I was, <laughs> I was right. on it. Right. But I got to a bottle of the Game of Thrones. Oh, that's right. Yeah, White Walker. Age of Ice, White, White Walker. Yeah. And, uh, I fell asleep right, exactly. on the table at the, at the <laughs> dinner table. I ate. Wife made me oh. dinner, ate it, sipping on a Johnny. Then I just felt tired. So, Took a little nap on the table. So you're telling me that was not a reenactment? Because I saw the picture. I thought you were reenacting. No, that picture. That no, no, no. That picture was from Miriam. Miriam wow. took a picture of me while I was sleeping. 
<laughs> because so I've been known to just sleep randomly right. after having a little partake of some Johnny. Uh, a great picture napping. It's nowhere near my uh, sleeping in, in the, the trunk, trunk of a car. <laughs> of a car, yeah. Or on the gravel on the road. Or no, in no the, picture of that. In the lobby of a Vegas there was hotel. No uh, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. Maybe there was a picture of that. Anyways, joining us remotely, as always, the classy Chick-fil-A man himself, who joins us from the home of the Jumbo Slice, Biniam. What's going on, Biniam? What's going on, fellas? What's going on? Man, Urban, are you just going to out everybody? That's what I do, baby. In these streets, bro. <laughs> Damn, live. Hey, just sleeping. Remember What's going man, on, man? Two, two can play that game. Uh, nothing, pretty much, man. I'm, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to this episode, man. I was, I was kind of uh, saddened to find out that Simon isn't going to be here. You know, I'm, I'm kind of I'm gonna miss his some of his uh, you know zealous reactions to some of the picks that everybody makes. So uh, back to yeah, back episodes. Is this episode, man. Right. It's it's it's, sad MIA. That it's coming to a year. And he uh, might be involved in something else that we don't it's close dare to speak of. But uh, first off, before we dive into the nitty, the gritty, the spectacular, the silly, a little bit of everything, let's give a shout out to the listeners. We made it 15 episodes. We got a. a Standing ovation, right? Fist tap, chest bump to our devoted and loyal listeners. You know, thank you everybody listening for subscribing, spreading the good word, all that good stuff, right? So hopefully 2021 will be a better year for everybody. And, you know, you listeners will hang around as we keep going. Now, fair warning to listeners a little bit before we dive into this stuff. If you're not a fan of those like verbose, long form podcasts, like some of ours in the past that have stretched very, very long, this might not be the one for you. Because I think uh, this is our like megapod end of the year, you know, just a you celebration. Think it's gonna be kind of. a tight ninety. It's 90 not going to be a tight ninety unless <laughs> unless we ain't got no thoughts on the year twenty twenty. But I'm sure we do. Right. So you know, we'll start off the show talking about kind of what we usually talk about: sports, current, relevant, pop culture type topics. And then toward the middle, back end of the show, we're going to get into a recap of twenty twenty. Right. So if listeners are more interested in that timestamps in the show notes chapter section whatever skip ahead to whatever we'll we'll, we'll try to be pretty precise uh, this time around with the the chapters in the show notes because we're going to cover a lot of stuff um do you guys want to just start off with i want to go sports yeah let's do this yeah let's do it let's and go. we I, I feel like we're a sports show that's what we say but we're really i feel like we're more of an nba show because that's kind of what <laughs> we lead off with all the time uh obviously there's actually more to talk about in the NFL and college, which we will get to as far as football. But we'll start off with the NBA because it's relevant to us. NBA season just started right. uh, a week ago, actually exactly a week ago. And then there was a big slate of Christmas Day games, five games. Um, I mean, it's too early to really make any proclamations, I think, one way or another. But there's a few things that have happened right. that are of interest, right? I think the first thing that's slightly of interest is that there are four undefeated teams in the NBA right now. And it's okay. not who you would think. Right? It's not who you think. They're all in the Eastern Conference, right. okay? Indiana, Atlanta. In Indi- Indiana, the Atlanta Hawks, hometown Hawks, the Orlando Magic, and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Wow, look oh, at that. So, uh, just quickly, right? We can None of them are going to win the title. Uh, uh, I don't want to yeah. jump the gun. I don't, think, I don't think any of these teams are even, you know, I don't, I don't know they're going to do anything. Can any of these teams sustain this blistering start to uh, translate to a playoff bid i'll take the pacers out of it because they were a playoff right. team last year uh Cavs, hawks magic is this obviously three and oh undefeated is not sustainable but this kind of uh 
surprisingly positive start? Is it the bottom, sustainable? The, the bottom half of the East is wide open, right? I mean, you have your your Milwaukee's, Brooklyn, Toronto, mm-hmm. uh, Boston, but then after that, why why not Atlanta at seven or eight? You know. So as a refresher course to the listeners, real quick, I'll let uh, Mikey Mole here chime in, but um. The NBA playoffs, they've, they've changed. They've tweaked things a little bit this year, right? So the season has been shortened. I think it's 72 games maybe. 10 games shortened. Yeah, and um, they haven't even decided the back half of the schedule yet. When the All-Star break comes, they're, they're going to release that because they want to give themselves you know, a uh, buffer. <laughs> <laughs> the All-Star break without an All-Star break. Yeah, just in yeah. case something happens and they can adjust the season, unlike the NFL who's doing everything on the fly. But um, the main thing is that uh, the NBA this year have expanded the playoff field at 10 teams not really 10 but 10 teams can make it seed seven through play-ins yeah playing seven through 10 play-in they will be the play-in right so just like in the bubble seven will play 10 eight will play nine and the higher seed in each of those has to only win one of three games and they advance to quote-unquote the real playoffs the bottom seed in each of those has to win two in a row right right they gotta win two out of three so or they gotta win two in a row not even two out of three so it makes it obviously much harder can I can I just say something um, for the listeners out there? A long time ago, I was the commissioner of a fantasy football league. <laughs> and I came up with this Simon, revolutionary, right? too revolutionary, as it turns oh out. Oh my! System, the stupid handicap yeah. where God I had we, we had it to where everybody got to play in the playoffs because it was a free league. So why not have everybody play, but way it towards the teams that are higher ranked? So I. You know, I came up with a system where the higher ranked team had additional points. Oh, that was your idea? Yeah. I didn't know that was your idea. (laughs) Right right now, 13 years later. no chance. Like, your system, hold on. Just just wait before we, your system, it it didn't really give you a chance. Like, if you're down 50 or 60 points, you have no shot. Right. A good point, Binya. You know, you shouldn't deserve any shot. Is the largest I, one, right? Exactly. In any other system, you would have been out of the playoffs. I'm letting Smoking you like a have animal. a chance, wow. right? So now, 13 years later, after I was besmirched by the co-host who's not here, the NBA is coming up with a system where they're giving an, a quote-unquote unfair advantage to a higher-ranked team, and everybody's like, oh, this is a great system. So I'm just saying... I'm you know, you know when you have a shitty idea and right. you know it's bad, right. you try to kind of latch on to something a little more relevant right. and to make sense, and you try to draw a correlation. <laughs> so, like, hey, my there, idea is not that bad because there, the NBA. There is no daylight between these two systems. There <laughs> is no daylight, right? Okay. Why? Why does the higher ranked team? They why only have to win once. Play, they only have to why win not once. Still eighty-two right. games then. Like, what's the point well, of because the seventy-two the, game system and then yeah. extending? Because typically, you know, like, they, it's they, essentially. Right, but typically they start like in late October, early November, and they finish in June. But they're starting because of last season. They're starting in in late December, and the Olympics start in July. So they had a very small window, and so basically, like, let's get as many games as we can. And they did pretty good. Seventy-two out of the eighty-two they normally will play. So, so why not just make it? Why not just squeeze those ten games in those that last few weeks? I mean, that would be too aggressive. Like instead of. the same timeline to have 10 extra games? Because like, you would have to play, like, I mean, I guess... Yeah, the, the NBA has... I think the NBA is probably the most um, analytical, the most, like, progressive league as far as when they try to schedule and stuff. So over the years, you know, back in the days, like, back-to-backs, four games in five days, these things were happening all the time. Teams would go across country on a back-to-back. 
like crazy shit because back then, you know, they didn't think like, oh, travel, those yeah. things, sleep, those things, those things yeah, matter right. and, and it negatively can impact right. a team. Now the NBA has gotten much smarter. So even like this year, they're trying to even make back-to-back simpler. So for example, like the Hawks are playing the Nets Wednesday and then they're playing them again Friday. Right. At they the are, same location? I don't know if it's the okay. same location. That I don't know. But like they're trying to just make the schedule where it's not like crazy. And they're trying but to although, do stuff. If I was a player from the past, I would be irritated by that. Yeah. Like, you I mean, know, <laughs> I would have to adjust to the schedule, the meals. Now these, you're basically catering and it's, it goes, it feeds into the whole concept of how these players are soft. Man, you know? I, I, w- I would not care about the schedule if I was an old timer. I would be so pissed about the contracts they get any oh, random yeah, yeah. didn't they get yeah. like canard like a 64 million dollar contract oh, yeah. like just any fucking bum yeah. gets like 60 mil it, it, you know it blew me. even the last episode when i was talking about james harden and how i remember when when he signed the 200 million dollar contract it seemed it was like 220 i think and that seemed like a crazy contract and then here we are a few years later a year or two later and that's like nothing right every like, contract like, oh. that looks yeah every <laughs> contract like, that seems like oh wow that's a lot because yeah. like Chris Paul had like a 200 million contract. And- honestly, I think we would see, I honestly think we would see like a, you could easily see a 10 year, 50, $500 million contract. Right. If the, if any player would sign for 10 years, right. but I'm sure like if, if Giannis said, Hey, give me a 10 year, $500 million contract. I'm sure the bucks would be like, we'll do that shit. Right. I don't think you're allowed under the CBA and everything. Yeah, and I, also I, I, he yeah. wouldn't want to lock himself that long, right. but uh, these contracts are crazy, but let's, no, let's but- rein this back in. Um, Mikey mole. I talked about the four undefeated teams, Cavs, Hawks, magic, Pacers blistering start, right? These teams are undefeated. Um, I mm-hmm. will say, um, I think only one or two of these wins have been against playoff teams from last year. So a little bit of whatever. Year. Yeah. But what do you think, Mike? Is this sustainable for any of these teams? I will say for the Orlando Magic, they made it to the playoffs mm-hmm. last year, no? So yeah. I, I think it's sustainable for them. But my dark horse, obviously, because uh, I'm a homer. Homer. What up? ATL, <laughs> I, I think it's sustainable that they 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 refurb, they they've made some nice picks. I think it's sustainable for the Atlanta Hawks to get at least the the the, the last spot in the playoffs. Yeah. Why Maybe not? it could be in the in the gimmick in the ice tray, baby. Oh man, I hope the Hawks get the sixth seed because if you're in a sixth seed, you're back. You're in the playoffs. You yeah. don't have to worry about you're this gimmicky uh, yeah. lock in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think but, they'll get the gimmicky one, but yeah, probably. Probably yeah. a lot of people are penciling the Hawks in even before the season as like the eighth seed. Which in mm-hmm. a typical year, yeah. that's great because you're eight. You, there's no playing, but this year, an eight seed means yeah. you have to play in. And you know Atlanta and our ability um, to choke yeah, away choke, things. Choke, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, playoffs, yes. Us, I could see the high, uh, the headline right now. Oh, all Atlanta has to do is win one game, right. and they're into the regular playoffs, <laughs> and we lose the first two. Right. But anyways, um, I'll have some final thoughts on these teams. But I'll let Benium chime in. Um, Cavs, Hawks, Magic, Pacers. Any surprises? Any anything you think is sustainable for these teams, Benium? Uh, the Cavs, I think, are probably the most surprising to to go three and zero. I don't really think they have. You think um, it's fool's gold any... or? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I mean, who you, like you said, the the East is wide open, so they might stand a chance to come in at eight. Maybe if the Hawks choke, but uh, other than them, I don't really see. I don't see anything else. Uh, anything else going on here? What if I told you that the Cavs backcourt has a very interesting nickname? They call it Sexland. <laughs> Would that make you more interested in their team, Sexland? Sexland with that. Colin <laughs> Sexton and Darius Garland. Oh. I don't know what that has to do. With <laughs> well, I just, I I just thought maybe they might, I mean, it might pique your interest, you know? Uh, nah. I mean, all fair, we were talking about being in the closet, out of the closet, <laughs> helping with sound, you know? So I don't know. But uh, my thoughts on before we move on to something else uh, in the NBA is um, 
obviously a hometown homer here, the Hawks. I've watched all three of their games. Um, main things that stood out to me, they were more diverse on offense. And the other thing that I don't know if y'all know this, but I mean, maybe you know this now because I'm, I'm leading you guys to this, but who do you think leads the NBA in free throw attempts? Trey Young. Trey Young. How many free throws do you think he averages? Per game? You mean before, per game. before this year? No, these three games, first three games of the year. Probably 10. Mm, 15. He averages 15 free throw attempts wow. a game. He oh, averages wow. more than a Toronto Raptors. Okay, <laughs> he he's the. I mean, he's not. This is not sustainable. But Trey Young has always went to the foul line a lot, right? For yeah. a guy his size, like he always, he's kind of like a mini a little, James Harden. He knows how to manipulate the defense to to yeah. get his shots. Um, so I think the Hawks is sustainable, but they really haven't played anybody that good. So when they play the Nets tomorrow, mm. Wednesday, the thirtieth. Uh, KD and Kyrie rested their last game yesterday, so they should be playing. So both teams will be full squad. We should see, right? We'll see how the Hawks do right I, against a legitimate team. I'll say real quick, uh, a couple of weeks ago, we had like a 10-minute discussion on if Pittsburgh could run the table and they like lost like three in a row. The buffer curse. By the time this recording airs, I would not be surprised if all four teams had a loss. So like the day of the recording, either. Tuesday, Cleveland is playing. The Pacers are playing, and the Magic are playing. And then on Wednesday, the Hawks are playing. So but if we air this like late tomorrow or early New Year's Eve, it would be fitting for but the do you, do you give the Cavs four lose. Do you give the Cavs a 40% chance of going defeated like you did the Steelers? <laughs> it, it sounds, By the way, they're 60% hit. How dare you? That was a hit. It, it sounds to me, Ham, you're going to put some money on Vegas, a parlay for all four teams. Oh, to no, lose. We, we, we got an interesting parlay yeah, later. Yeah, when we later. get to the NFL, yeah, we'll but, talk yeah. about that. Yeah. But let's let's move on. to. There's only a couple of more topics in the NBA. I think that are kind of interesting that stand out. Um, the Brooklyn experiment. Right. KD, Kyrie, Even that whole they're thing. Two, two. They're, they're, they're looking two, two. good, yeah. They have looked on offense. Yeah. They've looked unstoppable. Right. And their defense has been, I think, better than people expected. Kyrie's actually like playing defense, making an effort. It's early. Um, Katie, I don't know if you guys have watched any of the Nets. Do, do you think he's back? Because that was the thing before the season. The Achilles, is he going to look like Katie? Like the. I think so, yeah. He's been. From what I've saw in highlights, yes. He's, he, he's been he, out for yeah, a while, he too. Yeah, he's been like out a, for like a year and a half. Yeah, you know, I don't think he's a missed while. a step. So do you guys think that. Brooklyn should be moved up in the tier of challengers in the East. I don't know if you guys had him at the top. I, I had him kind of at the top with everyone else in the East. Do you think this changes anything? I mean, it's only been four games. But. I, no, they're, they're still top top four. I think they're going to win the East. Of the East? Yeah. Were you, were you, I, yeah. Ham, were you I mean, saying that before too, or did this change? Well, I mean, so in, in, in our uh, fantasy basketball draft, I reached for Durant on purpose because I was like, this team is going to be good. It's gonna They're going to be... I don't trust Milwaukee or Boston or Toronto. So. Well, well Binium, you had, I don't know if I call them reservations, but talking about Kyrie off the court, KD, if they got James Harden, his whole shenanigans. Like, I think you, some trepidation there on how good Brooklyn can be. Do you still feel like that or something changed? You know, I tried to, I'll be honest with you. I tried to figure out Kyrie. I read a lot about Kyrie and I just, I don't understand the guy. Like, I don't understand why people don't like him so much because when you hear him speak, he's actually very like, uh, you know, he's, there, he's actually very, like, appropriate in his thoughts and what he does. So the the success of uh, the Nets is going to be based on if they can maintain that mutual relationship. Because KD is going to be a beast anyway. Like, right. you don't have to worry about KD. You know what I mean? Like, he's going to show up and play, and um, he's going to do his thing. But for them to go far or even be title contenders, which they can be, um, it's going to be dependent on if he's 
able to if actually if KD is able to keep Kyrie uh, motivated and going. I think that's what it's all what it all comes down to. For for what it's worth, uh, Kyrie's the same guy who was talking up the flatness of the planet that we're currently. He was on. misunderstood, right? It was not misunderstood. So like he, he, he says some dumb Earther. things from time to time. Well, I, 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 I get that, but he also says some smart things. Right, right, right. Although, I think it's hard to overcome the dumb things, though. I think, I think the problem with Kyrie is Kyrie wants to... I'm just trying to understand why do people... Like, what because, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Kyrie, Kyrie wants to sound or wants to be the smartest person in the room, and he thinks by spouting these weird right. theories or burning sage yeah, on the court on the of the court, Boston yeah. Celtics, <laughs> like, uh, he thinks that like uh, it's going to... I mean, I don't know that what his real intention is, but people's perception of him is he's trying too hard to be the smartest person in the and room. And he's not, unless and, the and room some, is empty. And the thing not. is, the thing is, an athlete, when you, when you, when you, as an athlete, the expectations are really low. I think for how like eloquent and intelligent they are on the average person thinks they're not. So when Kyrie comes out, he sounds like eloquent and he's spouting these crazy scientific theories. At first glance, people are like, wow, this Kyrie dude, he's yeah. deep. Yeah. But then yeah, when people me. dig in a little deeper, they're like, ah, he might be full of shit. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. What, he's which definitely one full of shit. You know, he comes across <laughs> as someone who spends a lot of time watching YouTube clips. Yes. Dog, he, he's on all those subreddits with all those conspiracy yeah, theories. Yeah, he's just I like, know oh, he watched Zeitgeist. man, 5G technology, man. I read two things. Like, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. But, but, but to, 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 you know, to bring it back in, though, I, I think that the Brooklyn is really, like, KD looks, he looks like he's going to be some Yeah, damages, he's like back to his own place. He's going to have to be a glue guy in order for them to really, you know, bring it to the promised land. Kyrie? You know what I mean? No, no, not Kyrie. We're talking about KD. Guy. He's gonna have to be a glue, glue guy. guy. He's gonna have to be able to. He's gonna have to be able to keep Kyrie together. I think the coaching gonna staff is gonna have to. Together. Yeah, the coaching staff. Yeah, be I think under. your definition of glue guy is is different than what people think. You, you're right. I mean, most people think glue guy is like fourth guy on the team, fifth guy, the first guy off the bench. You know, right. mm-hmm. like the, uh, the locker room guy. The, the, yeah, keeps everybody. You know, like the uh, Della Vadova on the Cavs, like right. the guy who like you know hustles. Brian but yeah, you're Scalabrini. right. I think you're right in the, yeah. <laughs> the, white the red mamba, white mamba. <laughs> yeah. um, but yeah, you're right. I think Durant is going to have to be the, the guy the that... white mamba is a thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Jokingly. <laughs> Jokingly. <laughs> but okay. uh, you're right. But I will say the one thing, Um, as much as we hate on Kyrie, right, we all do a little bit. Not for his basketball. Man, when, when he's on, I was telling you guys oh, yeah. this off air, like there's nothing like him at the guard position. Like there's no guard that plays the way he does in the paint. Because most guards now, they're on the perimeter. They shoot a lot of threes. They're soft. in the Lillard, Steph Curry mold. I don't know about soft, Mike. But but they just don't do it. Kyrie is like a street baller. He's the closest we have on the court. Like he will just go in, dribble, dribble behind the legs, twist, does these impossible finishes. What's like, the, uh, the basketball lingo handles? He got handles, handles he got dog. Handles. handles for days, man. Like so when Kyrie is on, there's, there's. I mean, I think this is an argument that people had. Um, people said like former teammates of Kyrie's, they get frustrated with him because when they in practice, like the things he does, right. they're just like, holy shit. Like flashes of brilliance. Yeah, like this guy then, is like a holy. Like and then he me. opens his mouth. He's probably like some like. Or or he or he just disappears in a game, or he has a mental breakdown during a game, something you know. Yeah. But that's the deal. Like when you see him in practice, he's hooping on everybody, doing crazy shit. And then the game time, it's kind of toss like up. To, I'd like to think that he's just a little immature. I think that hopefully if he matures uh, and is able to like 
keep a steady mental state. Like what I think he, he like can be a great player. You know what I mean? like, the, he's been he's in the league ten years though. Now? Yeah, what is it? What, I mean, oh wow, maybe for a while. Maybe he found the right team. But let's yeah. transition. Um, the last topic we'll talk about for the NBA. I don't. To me, this is not much of a surprise because I mentioned this on the last pod. But the Golden State Warriors, they My were the, man. they were on the precipice of starting zero and three, right? Until a rough start. Yeah, they won yeah. the the, the third until game. Damian Lee. Yeah. This is Steph Curry's brother-in-law. Actually, I don't know if you guys knew this. Mm-hmm. He nailed a game-winning three against the Bulls in their previous game yesterday or the day before. So they're one and two now, but they have not looked good. Right. Right. They have not looked good at all. How concerned are you guys about the Warriors? Can Draymond help fix everything when he gets back? Oh, this is a lost season for them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. agreed. They're, they're yeah, it's definitely it. a lost season. They're just they're like they're a lot of just to play. Yeah. But did you guys all? I'll go around the room here. Did you think that before you seen the Warriors play? Like, I didn't pre-season? think they would be this bad. I thought they would be. Like, yeah, I mean, I, they weren't going to make the playoffs in the West, but like, I thought they would at least be. Within strike, but do you think this is well, to be fair, though, too early? They'll adapt, in. they'll make changes. You know, no, 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 no. Two games, not, not too know, early. For three, me. Ga- three games in, right. it's too early to say that I've they're, they're terrible, enough. you know. They're out, <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing is, they're a big not their big, but one of their yeah, I guess their big free agent acquisition was a uh, Kelly Oubre. yeah, right? Oubre's been fucking he's been terrible. terrible. I think he's 0 of 17 on three, <laughs> trash. I mean, that, that's all going to turn around, okay? It's way too early to make any uh, no, s- substantive statements, <laughs> yeah. you know? It's a little early. It's a little early. But I, I guess mean, everybody on there is universally, everybody's worried. Games. Nobody thinks like, oh, they'll be all right. I mean, no, no, I'm worried. They're not going to be worried. in the playoffs, right? Everybody can agree. We can have a unanimous... Well, I already thought that, but... What, what are we worrying about? But can they're, they get... Can, gonna, oh, hold they're, on. They're not going to do anything this yeah, year. Yeah, they're not going to do anything. No, they're not. They're, done. I don't think anyone thinks they're going to be competitive as far as like... So if they're not going to make the playoffs... No, are you saying they're not even going to be a 10 seed? No, they're not going to be within striking no, no, distance no. of even play. the play-in. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. You have you have yeah, a lot of teams in the West that have fun. shaken things up. There's been a lot of moves in the West, so yeah, they're it's, not it's, doing anything. Yeah, I, they're they're it's 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 a wrap. Okay, no, no, I'm a, I'm giving them benefit of the doubt because you still got Steph and he's healthy. He he yeah, might have that on off switch near the end of the season, you know. and where they okay. can turn it on. I give him originally. I was gonna say, eh, I'll give him the seventh seed, right? Because yeah. you just think now, actually watching them in play, it has been exhausting. I they, guess you they, could say. They would so I like, would say they would they would get at least the play in very lastly seed. If that right, but they would have to like every game they win, they would have to win like one twenty five, one yeah. They're gonna yes, they're gonna win every single whatever games they win, they'll have to earn every single little point. Well, they've been shitty on offense, shitty on defense. NBA team though, you know they they play in the West and that's exhausting. They're gonna be flying around the country. You can't sustain that. It's just not sustainable. But maybe you know like uh, somebody suggested that uh, anytime. What's his face? Uh, Curry does uh, braids. Yeah, <laughs> that's the bad luck. Things don't work wrong? out well, so is there proof? Of it. Where's his proof? No, they they asked they asked him in a post game interview the other day. They're like, "Hey man, with the braids, y'all were one too. Right. You know, you took out the braids out. They're like, are the braids coming back? He's like, nah, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> well, every sport, every athlete is superstitious. Okay, right. so they're he's. Of course he's going to take All right, so we're, we're, we're all worried about the dubs. Okay, I oh, was definitely course. worried. And I'm not worried. I, they're worried. on the outside You just call them out. Yeah, they're done. Like, it's, 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 everybody knows that, I think, at this no, point. No, I, I, I'm, okay, I'll be the lone person here. I'm saying they're at least going to get that playing game. I'm not going to say they're going to win it. They're going to at least get in there if Steph stays healthy, though. Okay. All right. If I was editing the show, I'd put that Vincent Man no chance. Yeah, no <laughs> chance. All right, well, we can move on from the NBA. Um, I know, listeners, you might want more NBA talk, but as the season builds, 
more games, right? I think yeah. everything's a little wonky now. Milwaukee's it's time one to and go two. To the plantation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's time to go to the plantation. But uh, Clippers got their ass whooped. There's a lot yes. of crazy shit going yeah. on. Let's get into the NFL, as Benyam likes to say, the plantation, right? So, week 17 is happening this weekend. There's a lot up in the air for the playoffs. Uh, a few teams. I'll have, say. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mr. Colt, super mega fan here, will say, <laughs> but. Uh, there's some playoff scenarios. I'm not going to go through all of them because, honestly, it gets a little confusing. It gets a little dicey. But there's a few questions that are unanswered that will help uh, clear this picture. So the NFC least, right. okay? Three out of the four teams are still in it. With yep, and they're clearly records. under 500. I right. mean, I think the the Washington football team, the uh, the Foreskins, I think you yeah, would, yeah, that's skins. what you would prefer <laughs> to call them. <laughs> they, they have a chance. Actually, they're still going to have a losing record, correct? Yeah, they'll still be have a losing right. record. Right, yeah, yeah. There, yeah. There's no path to... Uh, 500. Before we get to, can mm-hmm. I just say, Binyam, you're, you're in the metro DC area. Your boy, Haskins, you have to be a certain kind of shithead to get fired, like within a couple of years of getting drafted. Like, I don't think. I've, so, Dwayne Haskins, not a couple the of former years. quarterback of the Washington he, he, football wasn't team. Wasn't he the 2019 class? Yeah. Yeah. The Ohio State. So, literally. Uh, less just, than two years. Yeah. Uh, even that crackhead Ryan Leaf lasted longer than that. Like, yeah. well, he's not out of this. Russell. Well, I mean,. <laughs> Haskins not out of the league but yet. But think about I'm it. Sure, the team I'm that sure drafted will pick him up on a waiver, right, you know, just pick, to have him as a reserve but, or but something. But think about so. it. Is there a bigger red flag than the team that drafted you that high? But they there was okay. I, I will let's step back a second. Okay, like I'm not uh, taking up for Dwayne Haskins. First of all, sounds like it. Okay, no, <laughs> it does sound like it. Um, but uh, when he got drafted, it was widely reported that it was a Daniel Snyder thing, the owner of the Redskins. They, no surprise he, there. He really, really, really wanted him. Jay Gruden at the time was a coach, right? He did not want Haskins. Then Rivera came in after Jay Gruden. It wasn't his guy anyway, Haskins, so he never really liked him either. So basically nobody was on board except the owner. So it was kind of like they already didn't want him on the team. And then obviously it seems like, I don't know enough of his background, but it seems like he's done some shady things. He's fairly... Not shady, like illegal, just like immature things. He had like strippers. But it has to be more than that, right, Ham? Because they cut him. I... Every, Nobody every, waves a what, top 10 quarterback. What little I've heard yeah, from the Washington football team is that he does he he has an ego and he doesn't put in a lot of work as far as But effort. is that enough to cut the guy? Yeah, yes. Imagine. Wave him? Well, so so okay, let me add my my tidbit in there. Um as you guys know, they changed their name because of, you know, everything that's going on. Right. And ever since then, Snyder has been losing a lot of his his weight, right. you know, because he's he's also had some like sexual allegations. Right, right. He, he well. paid somebody like ten years ago. You're a freak. Yeah, and all that. So they had their cheerleaders been, be made pressure. available there's for prostitution. From, yeah. Oh, wow. yeah, there's been a lot of pressure from the other. In fact, because he's he's like a he owns Got the, the Washington team Post reporting in, in Florida, right but there's now. also other people that own the team with him. You know, like that have minority owners. Yeah, not minorities yeah. in black, but like minority <laughs> share. Yeah. Right. But Good yeah. to specify. They've been they've been pressuring him to like. You know, step they down. weren't pressuring him. They're they're leaking confidential right. settlements they're, they're, to they're, the press. So in, to indirectly, like they're trying answer. to get him to get yeah. out. Yeah. Right. So now he has no clout, and he and it's a guy that they picked. It's a guy that he picked. Right. So obviously, it's, it's a no brainer. You know what I mean? Right. But but he's also, I mean, Haskins hasn't done himself any favors because he's been behaving like a. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, let's. Place, okay. Right? right. The buffer we try to be as uh, uh, pristine a journalistic uh, <laughs> media <laughs> vessel as possible. But um, okay, Dwayne Haskins. Okay, so he hasn't been good on the field. Right. We can start off with that. Right. His play has been subpar to say the least. Okay. 
That's first. Second of all, he did uh, have a f- maskless photos recently, like a last week. outing. With yeah. strippers. Okay. Wearing his jersey, which okay. is the move. If immature, immature but dude's yeah. young. Right. He's partying. I'm sure a lot of these young guys are doing the same. They're just right. not dumb enough right. to get just don't taken record a photo it. of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. But other than that, okay, he has an ego. I mean, he's from the Ohio State. He was right. a top ten pick. They're to be supposed fair, to be to Ohio franchise. State. They don't have a lot of good quarterbacks. Okay, you know. maybe not. But regardless, so what? What did he do that was so worth waving? What? He must have been a uh, uh, to quote uh, Kevin Garnett, <laughs> a cancer in the locker room or something. <laughs> like, how bad could it be? You never see this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna chime in a little bit here. So from one of my understandings, just reading blogs and and looking at ESPN and things of that nature. So I, you guys know this that. Haskins is from the D.C. area. Yes. Right? Okay. I didn't so know that, but okay. He already had bad influences. You know, you, you come up with, if you go to the team that you grew up in, you kind of fall into the element of, you know, yeah. being a little bit extra, right. right? So he would leave practice early, from what I heard. He's not uh, the first man in, right. last man out. He did the opposite. He would just, he was opposite. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Last man in, yeah, first, first out. man out <laughs> yeah. during okay. practices, one. Yeah. And then, Two, he just he had an, a very a, a big ego about himself and his ability. He wasn't committed to being like this super. Like he wanted franchise. all the yeah you know, the he's, franchise. He's, he did. He's literally player, you know? like the face of of a billion dollar right. franchise. Right. Yeah, and he's he just leaves whenever he wants to. He wants all the clout of everything, right. but none of Anytime the responsibility. Like a slight. Good game. He yeah. thinks like, oh man, it's me and Aaron. Yeah, like, like right, let's be down. honest. This is the same guy who took a selfie while the game was still going yeah, on, he, guys. Yeah, he's just okay. Okay, let's but, not let's not delve too deep into right, this. Right, not that's the, but this based on outcome alone, he must have been such a fuck up, right? <laughs> it is a rare occasion. Yeah, for and they're in a playoff to get, chase to get waved. Yeah, and it, they, look, and by the way, they're they're the the, the main guy that they have. His Alex leg Smith. barely works. Yeah, you know? and, so, and, like, and they're in a playoff just, chase. Yeah. And they don't they need a backup quarterback or a third string? They need somebody, goddamn. So how much of a fuck up are you that they're like, we'll risk it. We'll see what happens. The yeah, guy how, barely can have a, you know. Yeah, you got to be really like, bad like, when the know, starter like, gets pulled but, out. Yeah. And then they're just like, we don't need you. Right. What do you mean you'd be the third I, string? I want, a, I want a second Gav's motion from last episode. He will be fine. He'll be fine. I'm sure someone I, will get a job. Up no, I'm telling you, he may maybe not be a starter, someone who, but he'll get a. Well, nice he's only going to be fine if he can make an appearance on the red table because right. you know, I'm sure his profile <laughs> will get boosted. He'll need to eat some humble pie before he comes back. I'm thinking his path forward is the XFL or something like that. He's. I think wow, this, giving this is, up already? Come I think on. it's just on paper he's got a strong arm. Maybe he can be redeemed, but like it's just. I guarantee bad, there's going to be a bad indicator a team that you drop this quickly. I mean, doesn't yeah. that mean something? Probably no, the no, Patriots I, will pick him oh, up and hey, say, "Hey, so we'll so put him in the Patriot way," you know, and all I that like shit. That it would be the like quarterback position, right? I think the quarterback position is a big mental component that comes with that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So if you're off mentally, you can't no recover that. Yeah, I'm yeah. telling you, this is like it's, it's over. It's a bad indicator. It'd be like you know, like Akash or somebody like dating Salma Hayek, and he dumps her. Like, nah, man. Like, she must be crazy. Like, dog, if I he swear, does that, I'm gonna what, dump you know, his my kin, dog. I'm telling you, you cannot do that. <laughs> like, it's gotta mean something that he got dropped this quickly. Is all I'm saying. Maybe he'll well, get another happened. chance, but you know. Hey, man, shout out to Sama Hayek, man, the original, like Latina, like the original before all these other Vergara, Sophie Vergara, all these new people came in. She was the one, man. She was a trendsetter. Okay, let's let's circle back. Right. Enough of this Dr. Phil psychoanalyzing segment here, which is a favorite Um, uh, thing. Yeah, this is what we do, man. This is what we do. Uh, The NFC least 
Who wins it and gets to go to the playoffs? Gets the right to get the ass annihilated by whoever they face off against? I think that the NFC East or least. It really comes down to is Washington and Dallas, I believe, right? right. Is the, are the Giants still active? I think the, the Giants are. Philly's the eliminated. Eagles are the only ones that are yeah. eliminated. I think that the Giants need some. So for the help. listeners, if Washington wins, they're in. Okay. Yeah. And a bunch of other stuff has to happen for right. the other team. So who do you got out of those three? Giants, uh, Red, not Redskins, the Washington the football yeah. team or the Cowboys? America's team. Who you got, Ham? I, I think probably Washington. But like, I dislike that division so much that I, I don't care who gets in. They're, they're just going to lose immediately because they're not even trying. It can't be like a, a Marshawn Lynch. Home it is. <laughs> yeah. Like seven and nine no, Seahawks no, team. No? No, 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 none of that. No, because I think that team at least won the Super Bowl the previous year. So they had some, they had something. They had a bad year and they were in the wild card. But like at least they had some something the year before. This team just sucks. Okay, so Mike, who you got? NFC least. The Eagles have been officially eliminated with their loss this past weekend. It comes down to Washington, Dallas, or the Giants. Washington wins. They're in. That's the simplest approach, right? So who you got? Man, I got to be honest. It, it obviously is the most terrible division yes. in the NFL. But I hate to say this with all my heart. The Cowboys? The Cowboys, oh, man. Like I think it. they're going to get in because there's no possible way the Redskins are going to win that game with Heineken as their, their guy. And a, a hobbled Alex Smith. Right. There's no way they're winning that game. There is no way technically because there's no such thing as the Redskins. The Washington football team. Oh, well, the Washington football team. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and then the Giants. Come on. They don't need, is Daniel. D- Daniel Jones? Dimes? Yeah. Is, no. is Danny Dimes yeah. even? Or, come on, man. They're, it's going to be the Red. I mean, I hate to say it, it's going to be the Cowboys. They're going to take the division. And they're going to get slaughtered by the Bucks, most likely. So Dallas wins. Basically, if they win and Washington loses. All right, so yeah. that's it, right? Yeah. Pretty, pretty straightforward. Uh, Washington is playing, uh, you know, let's... They're uh, divisional games at week 17. Yeah, Washington is playing Philly, who is eliminated. Right. So what do they got to play for, right? But that's always, you know, Philly always, like, the rivalry at the end of the year, the NFC, they always and play Deshaun, well. And Deshaun, actually, by the way... And Jalen Hurts, he's got something to play for, weekend, right? This weekend, I was watching the, the Colts and, uh, you know, losing, which we'll get to in a second, but... I flipped over and I was watching the uh, the Eagles. I was like, "Are they showing like highlight reels?" Because I saw Deshaun Watson <laughs> catching a long. I like Deshaun Jackson. This is happening live. Yeah, Deshaun Jackson. Like yeah. he, wow, I was like okay, but yeah, I think uh, I I still think Washington's gonna win. But. All right, I'm gonna go Cowboys too, just because I could see Washington easily losing to a motivated Jalen Hurts. He, you know, he's got something to play for. He wants to prove himself. And he also wants to, you know, nudge Wentz out the door as much as he can. Don't bring him to the Colts. Benium, who you got quickly in the NFC East? I'm also going to say Dallas because Dallas has a history of disappointing when they're expected to win and overperforming when they're expected to lose. Simple as that. Okay. So um, let's move to the AFC then. There's actually a few other spots up in the uh, grabs for NFC. There's the... Cardinals, Arizona, Chicago, or L.A. Rams, two of those three teams are going to get in. Um, We won't touch on that. We'll kind of see how that all plays out. Um, In the AFC, though, there's a lot of shit going on in the AFC. Um, There's actually five spots up for grabs still technically, right? Remember this year, just for the listeners, there's actually seven playoff teams. Typically, there's six in a normal season, but this season they've expanded it to seven teams, so that opens up the door a little bit. So in the AFC, you have... Tennessee fighting for the playoffs, the Colts in the same 
division. The Dolphins with Tua and Fitzmagic doing his thing. The Ravens with Lamar. And then you got the Browns with Baker. These all teams, there's, there's just a, you could shuffle this deck any way you want this weekend. And somebody's going to get left out, right? One of those teams is going to get left out. So I'm not going to go through all the scenarios. But the easiest scenario is all these teams win and they're in except the Colts. The Colts have to win, and one of those other teams have to lose. Okay? So, what do we think? Which team out of these five gets left out? For the, for the sake of easiness, if any of these teams lose, they're out. So I'm going to go with the Browns. Really? The, Brown, uh, the Browns play Pittsburgh, right? Yep. And, and Big you, Ben is, is, is sitting out. Now, are they sitting out anyone else or just Big Ben? Yeah, but they're going to... All right, can I just say something? <laughs> Although they lost to Cincinnati last week and they could have right. clinched something. Can I just say something? I was Browns watching others. the Colts uh, over the weekend like I do every week. <laughs> What's new? These, So the Indianapolis Those had fuck, fuck that guys. game. They were up 24-7. Things were looking right. Easy win. And then all the, all the Colts had to do was just beat. They'll be on the inside looking out. Yeah. And all they got to do is just win in their end. Yep. But they shit the bed. Philip Rivers, that sack of shit, doesn't do anything in the second half. The coaching staff, for some reason, they stop running the ball. The team loses. And now Indianapolis needs not only to win against Jacksonville, which it should be noted, the reason why Jacksonville has only one win is because they beat Indianapolis, right? So that's the one win that they have. If so the, the Colts cannot, okay, if they can't handle their business and beat a team that is clearly tanking for Trevor. Right. Although I think, I think they have they, money in the bag now. You know, how, you know how when a team clinches and they rest their starters? Yeah. This is like the opposite. They've clinched the number one seed, uh, the, 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 the number one. Oh, they're going to play hard then. They should play hard. Like, now we can win, boys. You know, like... Yeah, let's uh, show Trevor <laughs> right? that he should be here. Like, think about it. You're going to get Trevor Lawrence no matter what because they're locked to the number yeah. one. Yeah. And they can play spoiler for those asshole Ooh, Indianapolis. Against a division right? rival. Yeah, against it. So it's the best of both worlds. So they will be up to play. Like, oh, the year is over. Let's just go all out. And then we'll... And that team is actually not bad. Yeah, they haven't gotten they got annihilated. They played close yeah, games. They, yeah. they're, they're not a bad team. They're not bad as a, the Jets have had worse That's, losses. Right. Yeah. But Indianapolis, I, I know that we're being objective here. I'm not. Indianapolis <laughs> needs to pod, win baby. What you against want. Jacksonville, right? Yep. And then they just need one of four things to happen. One of any other team to lose. They need so I'll, I'll kind of, uh, for the listeners here, because I know everybody doesn't pay attention to every matchup every week, but I'll kind of walk you through real quick who each of these uh, playoff contending teams are playing against, right? So the Ravens, they're playing at Cincinnati. Right. Okay? That's a win for the Baltimore. Bengals, yeah. right? Burrow's been gone for a while. Yeah, yeah. But Cincinnati did beat Cleveland last week. Baltimore's going to win. Okay. Cleveland is playing Pittsburgh with, without right. Big Ben. Cleveland's going to win. Okay. The Colts are playing the Jags. Jags should lose, yeah. All right. Uh, the Dolphins. This is an interesting right. one. Mm. That's the only hope that I have. They're mm. playing at the Buffalo Bills. Ooh. And I'm not sure if the B- Bills are resting anyone, but the second seed in the AFC. They, they've locked is, up, right? It's not locked up no. because mm. them and the Steelers they are both tied. They both have three losses, oh, right? Oh, okay. So the other thing is in the NFL this year, for the listeners, if you didn't know, there's only one bye week team. Right, right. There's seven teams total. Seed, yeah. So technically, a two seed it gives you some advantage. You're playing at home, but you're playing in front of an empty crowd. So does yeah. it really matter? It doesn't give you in a bye week. So we don't know if the Bills are really they're locked into the two or three seed, just right. like the Steelers are. So who knows if they really want to even play that hard? Yeah. But that'll be the game I'd watch. Right? right? Tennessee's playing at Houston, and uh, trust me, I ain't yeah. never counted 
out Deshaun Watson. I don't care what the record is. And J.J. Watt, and JJ Watt called everybody yeah. out. He, he was calling he, like someone specific out. He called everybody out. out. But his argument was like, it's not a, like if I was on that team and I was being the lazy guy that's like, oh, I'm going to play golf in January. I don't give a fuck about this. I got my yeah. money. He was talking to somebody in particular. Oh, yeah. He's oh, yeah. done this before, though. J.J. Watt actually has done this in the past because every year there have been games or moments where the Texans just they seem to underachieve. So there's been moments in the past where he kind of have called out people the same way. And I don't know if that was a Bill O'Brien thing. Maybe he didn't run the ship right. Right. And he was kind of attacking the culture of the team. But he's done this before. By the way. Because nobody works harder than J.J. Watt, right? That's his thing. You, and, you know. So you got So you have the Dolphins that have three losses. Well, they don't have three losses. They got more than that. They got five losses. losses. Yeah, five. They have the five Buffalo losses. and Pittsburgh and, have three And they're losses. looking they're, – they're, they don't have any chance. And then you have teams in the NFC East that <laughs> – I mean, it's – Well, that's the thing, yeah, because, like, you have all of these teams, like Baltimore, Miami, Indy, uh, Cleveland. They're all, they're like, 10 or 11 wins. Teams. Yeah. And then and you have we, these, like, bump. The yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Colts, the Colts could end up uh, with uh, 11 wins and be and, on the outside out, looking yeah. at Same thing with the Ravens, right? right? Same thing, yeah. Crazy. No, the Ravens win. I think the win. Yeah, Ravens yeah, no, win. I'm just saying. They're, they're in there. They, yeah. they, you're saying the Ravens, they're one. They, they, they win there. The only team that can't win and they're in is the Colts. They need right. help. The okay. other teams win and they're yeah, in. All the other ones, they, they'll get to 11 wins. I mean, the, there are some ties and weird scenarios that can happen. But yeah. anyways. But yeah, yeah, because yeah, you're right. Let's let's move on to something. Uh, We're going to stick to the NFL. One final thought is everybody is maybe a little early or whatever you want to call it. The playoffs haven't happened. Super Bowl picks from each conference. Give me one like your favorite expected pick and then give me like a dark horse, like a sleeper pick that you think could have a shot. So ham, I'm gonna let you start. Now let's assume you can assume whichever teams you want, make the playoffs based on this week. Right. And then pick accordingly. So who you got AFC, NFC favorite and dark horse. Kansas city versus green Bay is a super bowl. Dark horse, Buffalo. What about in the NFC? Any dark horse? Nobody? No. Okay. (laughs) Who you got, Mike? Uh, give me a favorite and a dark horse in each conference. All right. So my favorite in the NFC, in the AFC, I'm sorry. My AFC pick is obviously the Chiefs. You have to be a fucking bonehead not to realize that Mahomes is going to light this shit you up. You mean the team that almost lost to Matt Ryan? No, no, no. no that's different. different. What okay, does almost losing count as? And, and winning. Yeah, it's still winning, right? <laughs> the court of public opinion. Okay. Okay. So. Okay, you got Mahomes now, in the AFC. Who yes. you got in the NFC? My dark horse, and it's not really a dark horse. No, give me your favorite first in the NFC. Who do you expect to make it? Uh, the AFC to make it? It's the Chiefs. NFC. Oh, NFC. Um, jeez. Oh yeah, yeah, Packers. That's okay. just the that's they they've been looking. Let's amazing. go dark horse. Dark horses. So my dark horse is for the AFC, and it's not really a dark horse, but I'm gonna call it dark horse just because they need to win to, uh, on Sunday, which is the Ravens. So we'll go to Super Bowl. Yeah. If they, okay. Yeah. All right. I said the Ravens. NFC, any dark horse? NFC. Or are you like Ham just going to punt what, what, on that? Is anybody going to pick an NFC East uh, dark horse? No, no, no. That's just not going to happen. Um, Leave it geez. to me, baby. I would say someone – I would say whoever wins the, the – the, See, the, the Seahawks, man. Okay, Seahawks. Seahawks. All right, that's okay. actually a good pick. Seahawks. Russell Wilson. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not really a dark horse, but – 
they have the potential. Russ That's has kind, been cooking, kind of a, baby. Kind of dark don't, don't let him cook. Yeah. Just pass the ball. Russ is no, no. Russ has been cooking. He's been cooking. A actually, bit. the the let Russ cook thing was a. We talked about this on one of the podcasts before, but actually, the last few weeks they've run the ball more than they've yeah. passed. Do so that. Like they've, uh, okay, okay. His cooking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> he's played like shit. And he's a great player, but like he got in his head he that he's like, bad cook. Well, right? yeah, he's 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 been playing hero ball, yeah. right? Yeah. Let's be honest. All right, Biniam, give me your favorites in each conference, and then give me a dark horse if you got one in each conference. Uh, the obvious, of course, let's start with the AFC. Definitely Kansas City. I think he's going to play mm. for his pay. Mahone is going to prove why he's worth that much money. Of course, my and then the dark horse. Um, I don't know if you would call him a dark horse, but um, of course, I'm a homer. Ravens. You know I'm a big Ravens guy. Favorite team, so I got to pick the Ravens. Okay. Um, you actually uh, took my answer, uh, Mike, but I would go with the Ravens and then Green Bay in the NFC. But my dark horse for the NFC, it just gonna, it's going to be wild. But maybe Tampa Bay. Maybe. Oh, maybe. look at that! He did the he did. Buccaneers. What? Yeah. He. I, hey. The most I, handsome I, quarterback I, in the NFL. Uh, hey. <laughs> That's Drew Brees, baby. I was, no, he's second most again. handsome. I thought Brady was the most handsome. Guess, are you are you elevating oh, Drew? I, I, are you I, elevating I, I, Drew Brees I, I, over Tom Brady's handsomeness? No, no, I'm dropping him. You remember what happened okay. earlier this okay. season? Yeah. yeah, that's right. <laughs> and he, and he, and he has yet to show up to the pod, yeah. unlike James Harden, who lost tapes. Uh, that's right. <laughs> okay, my uh, picks will be, um, I'm going to go a little bit off the grid. AFC, I'm going to go uh, the Chiefs just because I can't bet against Mahomes. Although I will say they've had a lot of close games recently. And um, it's so easy for them. I know, but uh, it makes me a little bit nervous that they haven't dominated like they were in the beginning of the season. But I don't see a clear-cut contender. I'd love to see Buffalo and Kansas City play. In oh, the- I, I, that would look, be great. Uh, for the listeners out there, I oh, spent no. quite a bit of time in Buffalo. And uh, I got a special kinship there with the city of Buffalo. So I would love to see the Bills. And the fact that, you know, the four Super Bowls in a row. That old they, Scott Did Norwood. they win any of those, though? No. no, no. Okay. Do but they, uh, heartbreak. They, you feel for that city, man. It, it's a blue-collar town, like straight up. They love the Bills. So they, it would be great to see them Do in they the really Bowl. have a mafia? Yeah. I, I have heard about the whole Bills Mafia. <laughs> I didn't get hit with it, so I'm good. But I will go uh, Kansas City. Uh, Dark Horse, I'm not going to go. What about the NFC? I'm going to get to the NFC. Oh. Dark Horse and the AFC, I'm going to go Ravens just because everybody expected go. everything out of them. Of dark everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, you can't see the ball when they're fumbling. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I'm going to go with them just because last year, I think the hype was That's too much. on Lamar Jackson not having to poop, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got to get the shits out of the way. Fears, no? So in the <laughs> NFC, though, for the favorite, I'm going to pick somebody different. I'm going to go the fucking, the I hate to say it, but the New Orleans ain't, man. Oh, the Aints. Are you from oh, Atlanta, bro? Oh. It doesn't matter. No, I mean, no, they've, no, been, they're they've been on the precipice every year of like right there and some crazy shit happens to them. I know Drew Brees has been looking a He's little sketchy. like shit. I know. Exactly. I know. But. I mean, that, if they do an Elva Camara six touchdown game, then. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, that yeah, team yeah, is tough. talented on all sides of the ball, right? So. I'm just going to go with them. That's not, I mean, yeah. It's a slight favorite. And, you know, Green Bay has disappointed in the playoffs the last few years. So, whatever. I'm going to go Saints favorite. Dark Horse, I'm going to go... Um, who am I going to go? It better not be another black-centric team. <laughs> <laughs> Taking the shit too literally. No, no. No, you know what? I'm going to go... Um, yeah, I'll go I'll go Seahawks. Yeah, Seattle. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's, that's all you got left. Yeah. yeah. Well... Th- th- those are the picks. I think, you know, NFL, I mean, when the playoffs hit, we'll know a lot more, right, when everything happens. Right. Um, and then there's also a lot of, there's a contingency on COVID. You know, you don't know who's going to be out. I mean, if you have 
you know, um, if Mahone's out for two weeks, that changes things a little bit. You know, if Lamar's out, which team? Brady's out, you know, it's, it's, already it's, got it's, is, there, is there a team yeah. that already had the COVID with their starter? Like, did, yeah, did, yeah. Um, um, Lamar. Lamar. Okay, yeah, can Lamar. I modify? So I'm going to dark horse Lamar because yeah. then he can't be stopped. He's got the immunity. Uh, that's what I said. Right? I already called him. He has the antibodies, yeah. you know. Yeah. He's good to go, bro. You would think these uh, quarterbacks would be smart enough to avoid massless photos with strippers or something during the playoffs, right? <laughs> They're all going to be safe, about, right? So I just want to put, I just want to say something about strippers. We talk about strippers a lot. Let's refer to them moving forward as champion of the people. Okay. <laughs> the people's champ. Champion of the people. Okay. I like okay. That. So let's transition. Do we, do, do yeah, we want to go quick college football? Okay, yeah, college football. Yeah. I'm sorry, I forgot about that. Right, we were gonna yeah, I mean, jump. We, we, we got come on, Mike here. Come okay, on. okay, okay, come let's, on. Let's talk about college football because obviously we are in the Bible Belt. We're in the South. We got to mention Boom. college football when we can. Jesus. So the CFP college football playoff was determined. Your day last week, right? And there are four teams that were selected. Well, there are three teams. Yeah. Alabama has a bye. They're humoring <laughs> Notre Dame. Hey, stop, but, stop, <laughs> hey, stop confusing the listeners. Okay, it was a little anticlimactic, but Alabama went undefeated. They obviously were going to be in there. Clemson lost a game against Notre Dame early in the without season. Without sunshine. Yeah, without sunshine, without defensive their, line, defense, COVID, yeah. blah, blah, blah. They came back and spanked that ass in the ACC title game. So they're in, obviously, yeah. no-brainer. The, the Ohio State. V did not play a lot of games. Who had an exception made to the rule to allow them to play in the championship game. Yeah, the Big Ten. Yep, and they beat Northwestern. And they struggled in the first half. They struggled, but the running back had 300 plus yards. And they realized, oh, we have this, uh, what is this, Sermon? Just yeah. get, by the way, he was preaching dog on the phone. Ohio preaching. State tell me, is tell on. Me, tell me, tell me, tell, on, me the, tell me the outcome. Okay, so tell me on, how bad the outcome is going to be. They're on the uh, Ezekiel uh, Elliott warpath because this is exactly how they won it last time. They just gave the ball and the guy just ran through Alabama. Okay, well Ohio State was the third team, and then I think some other team is on. The there fourth. were they, okay. There was some. Slight controversy because people don't like this fourth team. But I think if you look at it from just a common sense standpoint, logical, we all knew this team was getting okay. in. Notre Dame had one loss the entire year. It was one against one loss. Did you see the loss? Okay, but hold on. Let's let's just let's just set it up for the listeners. Everybody doesn't follow college football oh, sure weekly. Okay. <laughs> so Notre Dame beat Clemson early in the year. As Does I said, count? Clemson, they had players missing, but you know, their guy, their banjo strutting DJ ukulele guy. You know, he had a great game, but they lost. Notre Dame won. Rematch set up in the ACC title game. Clemson's back at full force. They whooped that ass. Yes, yeah, not a okay? close game. Yep. But Notre Dame only loss was to arguably the best right. team in the nation. Right. They got in in the fourth spot. Right. So the field is set. I believe it's uh, Clemson's playing Ohio State. Yeah, is that Ohio correct? State, yeah, the, the Which Dabo had ranked number 11 in right. the coaches' but, ranking. Yeah, and he's standing by that. I, yeah, we'll talk so that maybe that. that's a bulletin board fodder for the Ohio State, and uh, Alabama's playing Notre Dame, which seems like just like it's like uh, that scene in Jurassic Park when they give that uh, lamb or whatever to that T Rex. <laughs> it's just <laughs> like you know, easy meat right there. But you could not. We'll see. You could not. You could uh, not set the point spread high enough on that Alabama. Notre Dame is gonna get. They're gonna get destroyed. Okay, let's talk about the Trounced. first game: Alabama, Notre Dame. Uh, quickly, we know. I think we know everybody's thoughts. Uh, Ham, what's going to happen? Uh, yeah, I wanna, I, so, you know. This is uh, going to be a shocker. I, I was suggesting, you know, so the idea we're going to hang out and watch on New Year's Day, uh, the the two semifinals. I'm, I'm going to amend that. We should just meet up at halftime 
to get seats for the Clemson Ohio State game because the first game that starts at four, the Alabama game, is going to be such a route. I'm not. Me- what time does the Alabama game start? It's four. a four o'clock and then the eight o'clock. So oh yeah, like, yeah. Four is too early, man. Yeah. Fuck it. I'll meet you up at six. Yeah. So we should meet up around halftime just so we can get seating for the night game at like somewhere like at the Midway Pub or something. Okay. But it is going to be. It's going to be a, a- shellacking. Yes. I mean, I would be surprised. You think it's going to be like 50 to 10, I think, like that bad? I think the Philadelphia Eagles have a better chance to make the playoffs <laughs> than Notre Dame. And they were eliminated they were from eliminated. the playoffs. Why didn't you tell me? I could have had Vince McMahon queued up. You've already made two references to no chance. Right. There is absolutely, absolutely no chance for wow. Notre Dame. There have no chance. And listeners, you know Hamster Damas is uh, no chance. That's track right. record. And what we're gonna when we get to the 2020 recaps, I'm gonna take another victory lap on the, my political pick. Okay, yeah. uh, I'll let you touch on the second game too. Clemson, Ohio State, same uh, level of incompetency by the Ohio State, or you think they got that Ohio shot? State has not beaten Clemson like in a long time. Okay, I don't think since we've been Ever. alive. Right? Yeah. So like maybe they won like in the 1950s or something. Oh yeah, yeah whatever. But like. In recent memory, they've always lost. I mean, they, I think the last time it was relatively close. It's usually been curb stoppings. But what if Clemson has a guy in their stands that says, hey, put that bleep <laughs> in when he's referring to Justin well, Fields? Well, he's on the other side. You think that'll motivate him? Justin Fields needs to just hand the ball off, right, which what he should have done at Georgia. Yeah. And then, but Trevor Lawrence, Clemson's just too good for Ohio State. I, I know uh, the homer here, Mike, uh, has some trepidation, but there is... <laughs> I don't feel as comfortable saying this as the Alabama game, but okay. I think Clemson's going to win. Mikey Mole, Clemson grad himself. What up, though? Have you donated money to as an alumni to Clemson? Fuck no. Oh, I gave all my money go. to them already, though. Just wanted to check, you know. We didn't get your opinion <laughs> last them. last episode. Hey, I, I love you, Clemson. I believe Orange. But when y'all call me, you guys get the end button. You, I'm sorry. you ghosted your alma mater? <laughs> I already gave them about 80 80 grand already in loans uh, well, and stuff. Well, okay. Bro. What do you think about the two games taking place, what, tomorrow? In a few days. In a few days. In two days. So let's just go ahead, and, and I'm not going to do the be typical homer. Let's talk about Clemson. Let's let's talk about the first game, um, Alabama versus Notre Dame. I, I agree with you that, yes, it like, let's be honest. Nobody deserved that fourth spot besides Notre Dame. Because you couldn't yeah, put you, could, you can put yeah. Cincinnati even like, like come on yeah. man it's Cincinnati I get it by the way even like the Cinderella like Coastal Carolina they lost the fucking Liberty get yeah, the fuck out of like, here like let's be realistic here who were you yeah, gonna really put on nobody, that fourth spot besides Notre Dame you couldn't put anybody else I was going to make that a segment but I knew that would get way too heated and way they too long so we're not even gonna argue the merits okay. of other they teams fine. getting they in of like my suggestion just giving Alabama the buy. <laughs> See you in January. Uh, they could. We, we'll talk about that at another time. They could expand this playoffs to six and eight, whatever. Hold on, you're going to give a bunch of college students the buy on New Year's Eve <laughs> during a <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> Clemson is probably just like like a fat cat villain, just like so happy, like yes, please, yes, more. yes, yes, yes. So obviously, I mean, obviously, I don't like Bama, but they're going to curb stomp. Notre Dame. American History X style? Just exactly like it. Put okay. your mouth on the curb. <laughs> mm. Boot to the head, bro. Okay. End of story. Notre Dame will not survive that onslaught. Alabama's good. They're just as good as Clemson. So what makes you... And they have a little bit of time to prepare. Ian Book, he... Let's be honest. They're, Notre Dame's only good when they're in South Bend. Yeah. They're not good outside of South Bend. You put them on a neutral field, they will get stomped. 
Okay. End well, of that story. Okay. Ohio State, Clemson. Ohio State, Clemson. Any fear of the Ohio State? Slightly. The only reason I have sl- slight fear is just because of Dabo's comments. Dabo, you know, he in the in the co- coaches poll, he ranked them as eleven just because yeah. he says, "Hey, they only played six games. Everybody else." He didn't I'm backtrack ranked. though. He didn't. He didn't step back. He, no, no, exactly. Yeah. But that he has to do it, right? He has to. He has to stand by his comments. Okay. And he provided Ohio State. You know, uh, yeah, bulletin bulletin board bulletin material. Bulletin, yeah. bulletin board material. So I will say it will be a game. However, it will be a game the first half. I think the second half, Trevor's going to light them up. They, let's be honest, Ohio State all season has not had any type of adversity. They had some in, in, in against Northwestern, but they struggled. Right. They struggled. All they did, oh, let's just pass it to, let's just give it, you know, right. Let, right. run the ball, yeah. sermon. So I think where you, I, I think where everybody's universal agreement, we'll hear Binium's uh, decision on this, but I, I'm going to go the same way. Um, I, I do think, you know, Ohio State, they'll make it a game against Clemson. I don't know why. I have no sound reason. Except, who's going to win, though? I mean, I think Clemson will win. It's hard to bet it, against Clemson. It just feels like an Alabama-Clemson. Can I just say something real quick? This is a college football semifinals of four best teams, right? The mm-hmm. four best teams. It should be competitive. Alabama is favorite to win by 20 points. Wow. <laughs> 20 <laughs> points. I might have to take the... Notre Dame on that. I, I say you can't spread. spread the line. No, 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 if this no, is no, a 50-point no. game, you lose I your still money. would bet on Alabama. It is yes. over. What about Clemson? It's a seven-point game. Okay. That's, that's a reasonable that's a touchdown. That's yeah, a Clemson's All right, Benium. Any, uh, who do you got? Any I'm upsets only, you want to play? You know, I haven't, I haven't watched a lot of college football, but I've seen Alabama play in shit. Yeah. It's, it's, it's basically like an NFL team playing against like Dude, a— they can score on anybody. But they give up points, though. I know, but they can score on anybody. Okay. Yeah, Alabama is just—it's—it's it's crazy. Okay. Um, and then I'm, the other team I've seen—I've seen Clemson play. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know I'm gonna go with Clemson just because I've seen them play. I haven't seen yeah. how good or bad Ohio <laughs> State is. So. You only had six times to really see <laughs> them right. play. Quickly around the room, who you got winning the whole thing—the whole enchilada? Oh, come on. The whole tamale. I'm gonna go with Clemson. Mike, is that really a question? I mean, maybe you can be objective for once. Fuck out of here, Clemson all the way, baby. Let's all go. right, Benium. I mean, they look like a football. They look like an NFL team, so I'm going to go with Alabama. Fuck out of here. I mean, I'll, I'll probably go with Clemson only because I feel like they have Alabama's number. I don't know. Like, when, when both teams hey, are equally matched. We ain't like, never scared, though. I We're not intimidated. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think it's a number thing. It's just like what Mike said. It's not, they're not scared of them. You know, like uh, Yeah, and they're just as talented, if but, not more. Right. So yeah. it's like, I mean, yeah. Georgia is also talented, but they have like a PTSD. A mental. Yeah, like, a mental uh, block. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, oh, boy. They're a team from the state of Georgia. <laughs> yeah. Of course they have <laughs> fucking mental block. What's wrong with you, man? We're predisposed. It's like a, a genetic uh, defect in this state, man. Right. <laughs> So do we want to move on to like uh, the 2020 recap? Yes. Let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. All right. So 2020, right? Listeners, we're going to go into what we call, I'm going to call this kind of a rapid fire, right? We're going to summarize. Pew, 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 pew. You yeah, don't right. have any graphics? I don't have any sound. Okay. Bang, bang. Nothing, <laughs> pew, pew. Right? We're going to talk about 2020 and we're going to touch on, we're going to go category by category and we're all going to talk about moments that were memorable in the year, right? They could be the good, the bad, the ugly, right? You touch on anything that made you feel something one way or another, right? right. And we're going to try to go by categories, rapid fire. And, you know, I would like to start off by saying, look, if 2020 was like on a menu at yeah. a restaurant, right? <laughs> It'd be a bowl of shit, yes. right? By the time it comes to your table, it'd literally be a steaming if pile of shit. Were, if 2020 were an STD, what would it be? It would be like herpes. It's not HIV. It's not that bad. Mm. Right? I'd say 
I would I would say it's more like a it's like a, food poisoning. Not a man. It's, it's like, like food poisoning. It's like Ebola. It's like the clap. No, Ebola would kill anybody nah, if you get it. It's the clap. Ebola, the devil. You you, yeah, you yeah. take some pills, it'll clear up. Right. I think we can get move forward. <laughs> it is a it is like food poisoning. Uh, you don't expect it to hit the way it does, but when it does, it feels like the worst thing in your life. But then when it's gone, you're like, oh, that wasn't that bad. And you go back to the same motherfucking restaurant again. <laughs> exactly. And go to the Indian Chipotle, buffet baby. again. Let's run it back. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. I had food poisoning one time from my favorite Indian buffet in Atlanta. And um, you went back? First of all, when I had it, first when I ate it, I was like, oh, this food's amazing. I get home and I'm like, yo, I have like a fever. Like I had the chill. Oh, it was like immediately. Like, so yeah. I was, felt like I had the flu. Like, it was bad, right? I was like, what could it be? And I was like, oh, it's got to be the food. Two days later, I was back to normal fine. I mean, I was filling up like on Gatorade fluids, okay? And like uh, two months later, I had an opportunity to go back there and I said, Let's I'm back, baby. <laughs> I don't know. But that shit was too good. Even though I got food poisoning, that I food was ask fire. An ignorant question. How is it that you get, again, very ignorant question. How do you get food poisoning when there's no meat involved? Like, what is... <laughs> man, shut your ass up, man. Like, I would I'm not like, talking about the mad cow disease. Bacteria can go on anything. Really? Like, some fucking lettuce or whatever? Do like, you know how many times they've recalled salmonella, like spinach oh, yeah, and lettuce and romaine? Hey, to be yeah. fair, what did I open with? This is an ignorant question. Exactly. <laughs> ignorant. Okay. So it was a limp dick of a year, right? I think yeah. we can all agree with that. For other people, yes. Yes, but yeah. there were, there were some... Highlights, lowlights, things that stood out, right? So we talked about sports. We'll quickly go through the sports category, and then we'll get into other stuff. Yes. So let's just go around the table, right? Sports, give me a moment. Give me an event, something that stood out to you, Ham. All right, so I'm going to say just in the sports category, uh, I think that all of the great moments this year are not going to withstand the test of time because there were not any fans. I didn't realize it until the, there were, there have been a lot of great games, a lot of great mm -hmm. moments. Okay. But I realized that you need the audience. Well, you need it. I need it. Okay. Yeah. This is my... <laughs> I was cool without in, in, in this okay. my, wait, is this my... Is my second? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So this is my point of view, right? <laughs> I like that. It just doesn't work without it. Because like, I was watching highlights like of the Auburn-Alabama game. Yeah. And what made it was like everybody just freaking out that this missed field goal turned into a game-winning touchdown. And without the audience there, it just I just didn't realize how much how important it was to have people there. I think uh, a lot of people would agree with you. Right. And then on the other side of the sports thing, just real quick, I want to apologize. I was wrong about... College, uh, college football in the NFL completing the season. They right? did. I was just wrong. Yeah, I thought okay. they, I thought they was going to have a lot of problems. They were careless, and it still worked out. Right. Okay. Uh, I was wrong about Tom Brady. Not, well, you don't have to go through all your not points getting, now. Not, yeah, <laughs> it's rapid fire. Tom Brady. I was wrong. I thought he was not going to last through the whole season. I mean, basically a guaranteed now. Yep. One more week, and then lastly, I was wrong. I predicted some fat fuck was going to die from coronavirus in sports, and no one has died yet. So yes. those are my sports takes. Well, we still got two more days. Right. Mike, rapid fire. Just give me one, and we'll work our way back around. You can get to the next. Okay, rapid fire. I'm going to go political with this one. No, sports. Sports? Stick to sports. We'll get into that. The sports? Stuff. Okay. Yep. You got so, anything? Sports? Um, no. I, LeBron. LBJ, baby. My, my, my homie. Okay. Got, oh, yeah. Winning his uh, his fourth title. Yeah. I That's what stood out 2020 for me. I, I Yeah, I get it. It was a bubble. It was a... A Disney championship, whatever, you know, they want to downgrade it. He still won a, a fourth championship. To me, he's my GOAT. Sorry, MJ. Uh, not to be on a, a downer, but, you know, we were talking about all moments that mattered, right? 
So, you know, I, I'll be remiss as a Lakers fan myself Kobe. to not mention, yeah, the tragic death of Kobe Bryant, right? Yeah. You know, the sports world felt the tremors, the aftershock of this shocking accident, you know, that led to the death of, you know, Kobe Bean, the Black Mamba Bryant. So in his honor, in memory, the Lakers, they won their 17th ring. Mike mentioned this. And, you know, they didn't shy away from his memory. Every time they broke a huddle, they would say Mamba, right, on three. Like, that's what they did. Anthony Davis even hit that dagger three, which you talked about. It felt less important because there was no fans, right? right? Imagine that happened at Staples. Yes. But, you know, after he hits it, he runs down the court. He yells what? Kobe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right? So that was one moment that I'd like to touch on. And, and the ring, they had the, the snake. The, yeah. Oh, did they? The yeah, Mamba. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, Biniam, yeah. give me a moment. You got a moment from the sports world? Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks uh, taking a strike and not playing right after oh, right. Uh, mm-hmm. the protest. Yeah. I thought yeah. that was uh, yeah. that was crazy. Like, I've never seen a team stand up, like, the night before unanimously just like, we're not doing it. And, it, and, you know? and, and by spread. the way, I just want to apologize to Milwaukee on behalf of— uh, Simon? Our co-host, Simon. I have no problems with Milwaukee. <laughs> have uh, you been to Milwaukee? Because I haven't. I, I would I love to defend Milwaukee. Milwaukee. I've just never been there. Maybe he's yeah. right. You know, yeah, maybe it's a shithole. <laughs> you know? Well, yeah, but that was just an incredible moment for people, you know, that have a lot on the line to lose. And, you know, for them to stand up and just say, look, we're not going to do it. We're going to stand up for something bigger than ourselves. I appreciate that. Also, uh, it that kind of was like the domino falling because like yeah. all these other sports, baseball, like hockey, mm-hmm. women's basketball, like everybody just kind of at the same time they say, you know what, we'll just take a day. Yeah, they follow the lead. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. Shout out to the Bucks for doing that. I mean, when they did it, they didn't even let any other team know. There it happened a, like in the moment, right? Yeah, it just happened yeah, in the yeah, moment, yeah. and some yeah. of the teams are like, "Yo, what and the that's hell?" How like, you make history. Yeah, you know, like that's it's like this is not the, this is not right. We're gonna stand up for it. Like when you, you make history, when you just when you're angry and you're like, "We're not gonna stand for this anymore." Right. And I think and I really I, I appreciated them doing that. And I think it and was that's why I feel bad that Simon you know shitted on Milwaukee. <laughs> and, and I think you know Milwaukee was kind of fitting that it was them because Kenosha, yep, Kenosha. was nearest uh, to yeah. them, uh-huh. and it mm-hmm. happened shortly after that. So yeah. Let's go around Ham. You got another one? Or did you shoot your load? Oh, on the I, first? I blew my load. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Mike, you got another one? For sports? Yep. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm gonna I have a couple more. Um I'm gonna go one and then let's see if Binium has others. But uh I, we forgot about the Gypsy King, man. Ah Tyson Fury. Got lost in a man. shuffle. Deontay yeah. Wilder, the second fight. Remember the first yeah. one? Uh Fury basically had the that match right. in the bag right. and then he he got shellacked, fell right. on the floor, did the whole Undertaker, oh, yeah. got the Undertaker, up. He yeah. was out, and he came back. He didn't yeah. get knocked out, but he did end up losing the fight, mainly mm-hmm. due to that knockdown. Right. But it was like sec- a draw. One of yeah, kind of. Strength. Second match happens, Fury just dominated the whole thing. To be fair, Deontay Wilder had to carry 40 pounds. 50, I think. Or 50 pounds. <laughs> that outfit? Oh, oh, my God, I remember that <laughs> crazy outfit he had. I can't believe he attributed his ass whooping. It wasn't in a close fight. How are you gonna attribute that to some forty pounds of shit? That's all. You weigh like he had to put it, pounds. He had to keep it on for like a couple <laughs> hours, bro. Yeah, right. How are you gonna blame the designer that. for your loss, man? <laughs> uh, Biniam, what else you got? Um, Tom Brady going to Tampa Bay. That was a big one. So that, yeah. that, that was, was shocking, the Brady Belichick breakup. Part of that was that Tom Brady, within his first month, went to his neighbor's house thinking it was his house. <laughs> <laughs> shocking, within shocking. Also, yeah. it should be noted. Uh, Tom Brady went to Tampa. They get in the playoffs for the first time since 2007. The New England Patriots, meanwhile, they missed the playoffs for the first time since 2007. So Brady won this round, right? Between him and Belichick, right? Right, yeah. Okay. I'm going to go with another one. I'm going to go with um, hometown heartbreak, man. But uh, the Braves, man. 
they tickled my pickle, right? Just enough, right? <laughs> that I had to go into the john, take a cold shower because those goddamn blue balls <laughs> that every fucking Atlanta sports fan knows all too well about blowing that 3-1 lead to the Dodgers, man. Yeah. Ouch, ouch, oof. We, in my uh, insignificant opinion, we kind of kept the crown of the most disappointing sports city like squarely atop our heads. Personally, I think that as Atlanta That's fans. That's pretty stiff competition, but yeah, I think Atlanta's up there. We choke a lot. All right. Uh, anybody else got other moments from the sports world? I'm in my refractory period of sports. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Binium, got any last uh, uh, parting thoughts on that category? Wasn't 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 2020 also the year that Roger Goodell finally admitted that he was wrong about Ka- uh, Kaepernick? When it was safe for him to do yeah. it. Oh, well, yeah. He's yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't do it. Well, that suddenly was, black lives matter to him. like, uh, now that it doesn't matter. I yeah, was wrong. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> So I'll, I'll let's let's go into another topic. I think I think all of us will have some stuff to say on this for sure. Uh, politics. Oh, okay. Mm. So I'm gonna ding, start ding, off. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, first thing I have to say is you guys may have this as well. I think you will, but you can touch on it. But uh, I'm gonna mention four names. Uh, there were many more than this, but uh, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, George Floyd, Jacob Blake, Black Lives Matter, right? Wait, and the, what happened to Jacob Blake? What do you mean? That was a guy in Kenosha, right? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So. And the fact that um, I'm even having to mention this in the political, quote unquote, section right. of this pod is kind of telling enough, right? That's a problem in and of itself. It shouldn't be a political thing, but it was. But those things spurred this whole movement. And uh, real change, I think, was made, at least for this year, right? I really do think it was. And I think it did help lead this country towards like the exodus, the exit of Donald Trump. I think it did help spur that. Enough people came out and voted. Without those tragic incidents happening, who knows, right? right. It could have been a much closer race. Right. I'll move on. Uh, Mike, what you got? So off the top of my head for political moments, 2020, there's so many. But the one thing I'm going to go, I'm going to go super local with this one. It's Georgia turning blue. Yes. Period, point blank. That's the Huge. biggest political thing. I was very surprised by that. That that stood so out to me in 2020. It was just a simple fact that over the years, if and it was funny, I was just watching watching CNN. If you look at the years of of Georgia, it was believe yeah. it or not, Georgia the, was slowly turning blue. Like the margins, yeah, the margins smaller, got yeah. smaller and smaller right. towards Democrat, uh, Democrat, right. the Democratic Party, right. and for it to actually turn blue now, it, I'm just I'm I'm proud to be a Georgian. You know, let's you know we make jokes about. Georgia dropping a ball with, right. with sports, right. being a terrible sports city. But when it came to political, like everybody came out, everybody went out to support, like the the change of demographics within this state and just colored people or in or minorities or the white moderate, whatever, just saying enough's enough. Right. This is the most ridiculous thing going on in our country. We need to change this. Yes, I get it. I wish there were some other parties we can, you know, that really have the mindset of what we think as a Democrat. But this is th- those are our choices. Right. It's Biden or Trump. Right. Yeah, I get it. Biden's not the best candidate, but for Georgia to turn blue, that is definitely my my highlight of 2020. Are we going and I wanna, to I want to piggyback Mike's um, Are we gonna, Wait, hold on, hold on, Benny, before you get into that point. Um is Georgia staying blue from here on out? You think or no? No, I, it'll be like it's like a purple state. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that that's an accomplishment. I, well, we'll itself. really find out on January fifth. I think January fifth yeah. will be well, our well, telltale. Yeah, sign. listeners, you still got one more day. Actually, two more days to early vote for the runoff in right. Georgia. Yes. Right. And I then, just voted and then today. Day, uh, Tuesday. The yep. Fifth. And Tuesday day of. So please go out and vote. Binium, 
What's your thoughts on uh, what Mike just said? I'll hold off on it. I'll hold off on it for so what you, uh, another segment. We can so, tie it in okay. with another segment. Can I so, just say, go ahead. just to piggyback off what Mike said, my point is a victory lap. So I'll get back to that. <laughs> this guy, that's all you do, man. Uh, <laughs> why you only bring up the good shit? I it should be right. noted Everybody that was wrong. the five metro counties of, of people, I mean, most listeners are from the general Atlanta area. ATL, ho. But Fulton County, Cobb County, Gwinnett, DeKalb, and Clayton County. All went blue. All right? went blue. Mm-hmm. All five counties have now a, I believe, a black sheriff, mm-hmm. which oh, is wow. the first time ever. Like, so it, it's interesting how, and I think this is going to be a recurring theme throughout many major metropolitan cities where the major cities, even including the suburban metro area, are yep. going to turn blue, but then anything outside of that is going to be very red. So I think, you know, because... In, in you think the, they'll coalesce, like the red will coalesce even further? Yeah. In I, those areas. Right, because I think in, in the past, it used to be like the 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 downtown inner cities were blue, and then the suburbs were a little red, purple. Basically, where black people lived, right. it was predominantly I mean, blue. First of all, I mean, yeah. uh, look, growing up, uh, when I was in Canada, I mean, I, I watched wrestling for a long Riot time, thing. but like, including when I was in Canada. So th- there was this wrestler called the Big Boss Man. Oh, <laughs> I remember him. And his gimmick was that he was a corrections officer at a Cobb County jail. So when I was growing up, I was like, damn, man, how racist and backwards is Cobb County? Like, I've never heard of Cobb County. Mm-hmm. You know, you're in Canada. You're just like, oh, these fucking hellbillies down south. Wait, why did you think they were racist? Because that was his gimmick. Yeah, just, his, his first shame. of all, a yeah. corrections officer, this fucking hellbilly white guy, like, the whole scheme was a some yeah, but was thing. he like uh, handy, no, it was, handcuffing he was never black o- he was wrestlers? Never overtly racist, but it okay, was like okay. you right. get the point. I mean, when I was like ten years old, I got what they were getting at. Was he like putting Virgil in he handcuffs? Was, <laughs> you remember Virgil? <laughs> no, that's a million dollar okay, man. Okay. <laughs> but like the the, money, money, the subtext money. was that that he's like a good old boy from yeah. the south, and they chose Cobb County. Yeah, of course. As, you know. So to have Cobb County not only turn blue, but to have a black sheriff in Cobb County, it's... Yeah, for listeners outside of Metro Atlanta, Cobb County, that was kind of surprising, right? right. Cobb, Cobb County has historically been predominantly white. Right. And uh, there was, I'm not saying that this was the reason, but a lot of people said the Atlanta Braves hometown team moved to Cobb County, right. which they did from downtown Atlanta, because, quote unquote, it's whiter appeals to more of their fan base. So people people felt intimidated coming to Turner Field in downtown Atlanta. Right. The reality was that they got a better so, deal from yeah, Cobb County. Than yeah, that's the reality. Yeah. <laughs> but the perception was, oh, right. it's whiter right. there. And of course they moved there. Right. But obviously that doesn't lend itself to anything well, the, anymore. The interesting, thing about that, the interesting thing about that is that Ham is now, when the last time I came into town, he said that he's moving to Cobb County. (laughs) (laughs) It's very hospitable now. I can go anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, can I do my quick uh, political thing? And then we'll move on. No, no, my political... Oh, uh, yeah, sure. We're going rapid rapid fire, fire, baby. Keep going. My rapid fire is, I just want to say, I am historically very wrong about a lot of things, right? Just Apparently not, because you keep pointing out everything you're right about. But... I <laughs> I got the politics of 2020 spot on. Like <laughs> I will give you that. <laughs> July of last year, I said what was going to happen. I was only off by like, so I I had Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Arizona. Arizona was a wild card. Nobody paid attention to that. I got all three states right. I got Joe Biden winning. I had either 
Buttigieg or Kamala Harris being the VP. Kamala got it, and then Buttigieg is not the transportation guy. So I'm just saying, I got it. You did very well, my friend. Well, Toot that did. horn. Toot, Toot that, that horn. That I no think no right. humble pie for this I man. I got that right. So that, I have now also blown my political load so now okay well i still got a little more to shoot so i'm gonna i'm gonna skip ahead i'm gonna i'll go back to mike here but uh i'm gonna talk about joe biden opening a can on donald donald j trump right he went he pulled a rick james he went into donald trump's lavish residence he put his feet up on his suede couch and said fuck yo couch and as ham likes to call him this doddering old man biden right he posterized potus right he put his ball sack in trump's grill so shout out to joe biden man memorable fucking moment of the year mike you got more political stuff? No, uh, I again just the the simple fact that Georgia turned blue. I'm good enough, and and Biden uh, echoing what you just said, uh, Urban Biden winning the the election has really showed the the change. It's weird how uh, Georgia's like almost kind of like the oasis. Speaking of strip clubs, uh, the <laughs> oasis of the, the deep south because like North Carolina didn't turn, Florida nope. didn't turn. Nope. Tennessee, obviously, all the other states are not Texas. even in. Yeah. Texas didn't turn, but Georgia turned. Georgia's like the blue oasis in the South. Hey, man, you never back an ATL up in a shooter alley. Let me tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> we always respond. <laughs> Badiam, you got another political thing before we move on to the next category? Oh, man, a few things. So, one, um, we didn't talk about it the last episode, but Kelly Loeffler. Yeah, your girl. Man, she is terrible. Radical Not liberal. Raphael Warnock. Yes. We kind of talked I, I about it a little bit, yeah. Right? So I, I live in D.C. I actually run into a lot Metro of politicians. <laughs> uh, I run into a lot of politicians It's basically Clarkston, man. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> yeah. Silver Springs, it. Maryland. All right, but go ahead. Sorry to interrupt. So I, I run into a lot of these governors, right? So... And, Fancy boy. Yeah, so I ran into Elizabeth Warren at oh, uh, at uh, hip hop. At what what is it? This vegan restaurant. I ran into Adam Schiff on Southwest. Like I, I run into a lot of we run into a lot of senators here. So the first one was a senator. The second one was a congressman. Oh, okay. Well, okay. <laughs> Name dropping. Correct. Yeah. There we go. All right. So anyway, I, we run into a lot of these politicians around town, and um, you know they're usually pretty. You know, they're just politicians. Yeah, and yeah. They're like, yeah. okay, I, I get it. Yeah. But I don't think Kelly Loeffler. What's her last name here? Loeffler. Loeffler. Yeah. She is the worst candidate I've ever seen. Like, I've never seen a candidate. To be fair to her, to be fair to her, she never won the seat. She was appointed because she had a lot of money. Mr. Kemp. Right. I know. I understand that. Right. But she's running now. Right. She's not a natural she politician. She should have been yeah. the one. I'll be honest with you. David Perdue should have done the debate, and she should have just walked away. Right. Instead of the other way around. Because right. I don't think people understand how terrible she is. I'm not trying to endorse people to go vote for one you know, my other, boy yeah. here. Right. Um, but she was just so terrible. That's that's number one. Um, and then number two was Andrew Gillum. Getting <laughs> caught with, with, you know. Like, By the way, I'm glad that? you brought that up. Dude, like, this guy got, got w- w- did he get in like some weird like, Orgy, like a drug fueled yeah, so, orgy. So he, yeah, he he was uh, in a hotel room in Miami with other guys, and they had uh, they had some crazy drugs too, like heroin, and it, it was a lot yeah. going on. This was and not he like claimed that he was there for a wedding. He right. got drunk and he didn't know what happened. I fell asleep. I didn't know what happened. Right, which so, was like right. This was this is, and then he came on the ta- uh, the Tamron Hall show, 
and admitted that he was bisexual, and then right. the wife had to sit there and look crazy and defend him. Right. I was like, oh wow, this is <laughs> dude. I, I did. I did. This not... guy had such a promising career. Right. So, for, by the way, for the for the listeners, Gillum was the runner-up in the Florida governorship race. He lost to that shithead DeSantis, who's a fucking clown. But soon thereafter, the, the story came out where there was like this drug-fueled, maybe gay, maybe bisexual, maybe kind of weird thing was going on where he got caught. And he was making these weird excuses that didn't really track. It's not as good as the uh, that Hungarian politician with the 25 dudes, right? <laughs> He's hungry for something. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not as good as that. But it was like, what the hell happened to this guy? <laughs> but, 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 but there is some correlation with that because he also claimed the drugs weren't his. <laughs> it, it is weird what people worry about when like the sky is falling and they're like, no, no, I didn't do that one thing. Like, like really? You're kind of missing the big picture here. <laughs> Those are my shocking moments in politics. Right. <laughs> I, got, I got a, I got another one. Just came to me right now. Um, a big shout out, right? Thumbs up, man, to just the whole um, everybody in charge of the votes, the voter councils, and all these uh, swing states, right? All you know, so Trump like was. Stacey Abrams in Georgia. Yeah, her too. But just say the state in general, like every state, like it seemed everyone was very accountable in their voting process, right? Trump was attacking. From the jump, right after day but one of the uh, after election, after the fact, when yeah, he was coming at him, him, and yeah. he was like, "Hey, these counts, they were illegal and ballots, right. uh, all this stuff, and nothing was found, no fraud, really nothing." And everybody was on the up and up, and even Republican people, like, governors, like, like our, our boy home, Kemp, yep, in Georgia, they yeah. kind of backed the process He's and said, "Hey, they man. went Philly seventy six years." Right. They said, "Trust the process." Right. And it all came up spades, you know, for Trump. I mean, uh, for Biden. Right. So they did the bare minimum. Yeah. I mean, a shout out to that. Like, who would imagine if you would ever tell me that a controversial recount or voting fraud would happen? I would definitely say on Trump's watch. Right. Is everything going to happen then? And it actually didn't, even though he tried to instigate it. It's only controversial in so far that he was making it. So, yeah, he fell flat on his face. Yeah. Like, even though, like, you have millions of votes, if the difference is in the thousands and ten th- tens of thousands, you're not going to overcome that. All right, let's go into another category. I, I think we'll have a lot to say on this. I do, at least. Uh, you know, we all been stuck at home, right, from the pandemic. We started out, everybody used video chatting just to kind of stay connected to people, right? And it kind of led to video chat fatigue. And then everybody just started binge watching a bunch of shit. Right? We got time on our hands, right? So TV, film, books, media right we'll have a separate section for like a pop culture i'm just going to call this like tv and film so stuff that stood out you could talk about shows films moments anything like that that stood out books you could talk about books man uh what you got mike don't nobody read (laughs) yeah yeah exactly i don't read them motherfuckers anyway listen one at a time right rapid fire because we may have a lot on this this. is rapid fire for for film off the top of the rip just because it's so fresh Wonder Woman 1984. In a good way or bad way? In a fucking bad way. Oh, that movie hey, was... No spoiler. No spoiler alert, okay? For no, 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 no. I will not spoil it for okay. folks. But that movie was pure fucking shit. Okay. Garbage. It was garbage, bro. Like, like, the bomb, they like released bomb it. They should have released it back when it was supposed to be released. Because it was just terrible. What it about was, my girl Kristen Wiig? Did she do a good job as a villain? Not at all. She okay. was just she a terrible, was terrible character. She was terrible. What terrible about the character. Mandalorian? Pedro Pascal? Did he do oh, all no. right? The villain? Hey, as a villain, he he. That was him. 
him. He was yeah. yeah. It was Patrick. You didn't know that. Mando, oh, dude. You didn't God. know it was Mando. No, but well, isn't he from another show? Narcos. Yeah, he's Narcos. Oberon from Game of Thrones. You killed my sister. Yeah, I'm the gonna drag this whole thing out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. I look like I opened up a can of worms here. But anyway, all I'm saying is, as a villain, I don't know. He his. I get his purpose, but there was not to ruin the movie. There was no consequences for it. Okay, Wonder Woman. I think um, Ham's the only other person that's seen this. I think you also did not enjoy it. It was not a very good movie. Off the rip. That's what I'm saying. I will say it is a uh, testament to Dolby Sound that it was enjoyable just for the sound. Agreed. I'll agree. Because when I went back home, so uh, this Wonder Woman... 1984 was simultaneously released at home as well as at theaters. And you're thinking, why HBO would you, Max. Yeah, why would you guess. do this on a big blockbuster and then you watch it? Oh, it's a piece of shit. That's why. So <laughs> That's like, not why, but okay. Like, okay, we'll just take a dump because the movie is not that good. I, the, the, by the way, uh, the movie did not... Uh, they, they'll do these screenings yep. to kind of get a sense of what the audience mm-hmm. likes, and it did poorly. Yeah. So that's why they were okay with just saying, just dump it on HBO Max. I guess with screenings, I mean, like when Suicide Squad, which a lot of people shit on, it didn't screen so well either, but it ended up doing pretty good in the theaters. Let's be honest. But I'll be honest. Suicide Squad was better than fucking okay. Wonder Woman 84. So, Ham, uh, something else. TV film, what you got? So, I, I will say, so I... Don't uh, shoot all your load on this one. Just give us one. <laughs> just one, Ham, and then we'll come back to you. All right. I will say that I was disappointed in TV shows this year. There's not been one new show that I caught on to queen's gambit uh the flight attendant okay uh raised by a wall like those kind of shows lovecraft country mm-hmm. i did not finish one new show this year did you I've, shoot your load so you're telling me you don't have anything no no so like anything like recurring like the the, the crown great show like but that's not a new show no but, but we, we can count anything in 2020 that you yeah, watch no, 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 it doesn't have to be newly like, aired like, in 2020 Every year, there's usually like at least one new show that's mm-hmm. like, oh, you know. I got some. But yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, my, on the, on the, t- and, and, you know, I, I go to the movies when I can to the theaters. Um, I just haven't had the opportunity to do that. But on the TV front, I've been disappointed this year. So. Binium, give me one thing. We'll come back to you Man, for more. The only, the only thing I've watched this year, honestly, is The Crown. And I was okay. very pleasantly surprised. How far um, along I like are stuff you? like that. I like the history and all that stuff. So aside from that, uh, I can't think of. I think I've just, I've been working a lot this year, so I haven't really had a chance. But there hasn't been anything that's pulled me in either, to be honest with you. I the shows that I generally like the most, uh, pre-pandemic, whatever. I like shows that uh, you know, the ones that stick with me. They're the ones that they give me the feels, right? I like them, right? They they send they go around a couple of characters or small cast, and you kind of develop and build with them. So some of these shows, I'm, the first one I'm going to name before we get back to me, it actually finished in end of 2019. It didn't air in 2020, but uh, Mr. Robot. So I've been hyping this show a lot. So if you're into hackers and stuff, like it's really fucking cool. The first season, there was nothing like it the first time. If Listeners, watch a first season. It'll blow you away. It's awesome. There's a big twist, all that good stuff. They meander. Seasons two and three, they get too funky and weird. Season four, they find their heart again. And really, at the end of the day, it's a show about hacking. It's a show about corporate greed. But really, honestly, it's a show about mental health. It really is. If you watch a show, you'll get what I'm saying. There's a very touching moment in the fourth season um, that that really pulls on your heartstrings a little bit. Um, But Mr. Robot, that's my one recommendation. A great show that I loved. Mike, what you got? What else? All right. So my show that 
blew my mind. I'm gonna have to go with Love Cat, Love Lovecraft Country. country. Yeah. It, with Leticia the, fucking Lewis, I, I, yeah, exactly. I love it. I love that movie. It's it's transformational. It's it's just having African American leads throughout the entire show. Just having that science fiction feel and turning that Lovecraft, the the author of the the main Lovecraft, and mm-hmm. flipping up. He was a notorious racist. Okay, so flipping it, him under like just flipping that whole thing and making all the main characters african-american yeah it, it was it was perfect i loved it i love the story i mean of course there were some plot holes and there's development some development issues but overall love cat country i loved it in 2020 this is my last point on this uh tv and film thing so i i uh, i'm a subscriber of a list amc right so mm-hmm. i was looking back at uh my january viewings i watched six movies in january at the theater okay did on- you watch them liam neeson's though did you watch them leave so, Neeson's? I want to know one thing. Did you go by your lonesome or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all of me, right? You so know. I watched Little Woman, Just Mercy, 1917, Underwater, The Gentleman, and the reigning dun, 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 dun. box office dun, dun, champion dun, dun, on January 20th. I went to go see this little dun, sequel dun, called dun, 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 Bad Boys for Life. Dun, dun, dun. And dun, as it would dun, happen, dun, dun. that was pretty good. It actually. was the actually, highest. That was, I didn't realize that was in 2020. That it was, was yeah. the highest was grossing movie of 2020. What did it end up making? It was a good movie. It was over 200. At mm. least, you know, I, Domestic? I, I don't know the numbers, but yeah. It was, uh, Will wow. produced that, by the way. Will Smith produced I that. I had no idea. I was watching this. Great plot. In a Dolby sound. Now, the thing is, a Will Smith character, Mike. Mike Laurie. Mike He gets on a running rate. You know, oh, we're old. Let's do like a little sprint. You know, we've done it before. Let's be honest. Yes, that is. Akash beat me. But that. what yeah. didn't happen at the winery when the race <laughs> happened is that so a dude with a pot belly <laughs> that does nothing but sleep all day, and eat Taco Bell. <laughs> Beat a dude that's running how many days in a row now? Hundred. Oh no, no, that's oh, different. Oh, Back oh, in the day, I wasn't, I wasn't on a streak. But, but you're not a sprinter. Right. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, exactly. The, the movie, a the movie was unrealistic because, like, after the run, like, he gets shot like in point blank. Wait, range. I said no spoiler alert. Come on, it's been, man, it's been in January. Been. If you've not seen this movie, <laughs> you've had ample Fuck time. It. Too bad. The failure done. Who? The failure done. You. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Anyways, raining, raining box think So like in ten years, it's gonna be like a trivia game. <laughs> In the year 2020, what Will was Smith the highest? Will Smith did it road? again. He's back, think, baby. Is it Box Wonder Office Woman? Champ. Is it Tenet? Nope. Bad Boys for Life. It was a good movie, though. Yeah, but, yeah. What a great plot. Not as good as Tenet, but a lot better than 1984. Was Will Smith better in Bad Boys for Life than he was in Aladdin? Oh. Yes. You guys liked him in Aladdin, though, right? I liked Aladdin him in Aladdin. pretty good, yeah. Okay. But... He was better. So, so two semi hits for Will Smith. He's, well, that's, he's, 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 it's not a come up. It, just no, that was last him, year. Okay. Leave but him, I mean, leave know, him where he is, though. Okay, okay. He, Will Smith loved playing Will Smith. Yeah. He plays himself. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. He's like Denzel. Yeah, exactly. Okay, Biniam, TV film. You got something else? I got nothing. All right. I got, I got a few. So I talked more about uh, shows that give you the feels. I got two more, right? Uh, the Good Place. I'm a little bit late to this show, but the premise of the show is people, they're dead. They end up in The Good Place. But the fourth and final season concluded in 2020, had a very heartfelt ending. It follows four characters as a central cast, and you kind of live and breathe through them, and you learn a lot about them. Great show. And I think it's like 30-minute episodes. It's all on Netflix. Bingeable. Nice, positive, uplifting show. Second show I'm going to mention that's positive and uplifting. This gained a lot of traction late in the year. I think some of this had to do with the pandemic because people were tired of feeling pissed off. 
Apple TV, Apple Plus show called Ted Lasso. Jason Sudeikis, some of the guys know him from, he's been in a bunch of stuff. But um, I think he was Saturday, wasn't he a Saturday Night Live cast member as well? I think Jason Sudeikis. But, uh, oh, yeah. 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 So it's about an American football coach who gets hired on to coach a English Premier League football team. And the dude is like super, super, super positive. Think like Mr. Rogers, right? No matter what's going on around him, even though people are trying to sabotage him. It's a really good, feel-good show, half hour each episode, only one season so far. A lot of people have said that, hey, during the pandemic, it's a good, uplifting, positive show. Like, it just makes you feel good because people feel like shit right now because it's ongoing pandemic. Uh, last show I got, um, we talked a little bit about Lovecraft. You mentioned Raised by Wolves. You weren't impressed by it. I wasn't either. There's been a lot of, um, I don't know, in the last few years, there's been a lot of sci-fi, fantasy shows. This has been a thing, right? Maybe it has to do with Marvel, that whole thing, and right. everybody's trying to captivate the mind people like sci-fi though yeah, yeah, pe- yeah. people like sci-fi but it's been a lot of big budget sci-fi shows before it was, it was like Battlestar Galactica Star Trek right. they were like niche shows they didn't really become like really popular on like the big streaming channels uh, The Expanse so this is a show that was on the sci-fi network it was on for a couple years cult following classic right two or three years actually they canceled the show but it was so popular that Amazon Prime Video picked it up and now they're airing their fifth season now on uh, what? It's on Amazon Prime, Prime Video. That's what is the premise of the show? That somebody gets like fatter? So the premise expand? of the show is there's, uh, it's in the future. It takes place, I don't know, 30, <laughs> 40 years in the future. Maybe more than that. There's Earth. A bunch of people move to Mars. So there's Earth and Mars. And then there's the belt, they call it, right? So those are all the countries in between, right? And basically the belt is like the poor people enslaving away, uh, working away their resources to give to Earth or Mars. Sounds but like the NFL. It follows a central <laughs> cast of characters. To me, it's the best sci-fi show on TV. Uh, criminally underrated. It's actually damn good special effects. You would think, oh, who's this show? And then you watch it, you're like, well, it's just like the movies. So you right? mean there's planets in between, right? There's Mars. And yeah, Earth and then they and do all this other crazy stuff. But it's a at the core Wait, of it, it's about the main characters. This show used to be on Sci-Fi. Yeah. The channel that couldn't afford all the letters, they had to shorten it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But, but it's a legit CGI show. Good. It's a legit show. And it, most of it takes place in space. So if you're into that, it's really fucking good. I recommend it. And the new season <laughs> just started. Okay, okay. So... I'm gonna chime in here for yep. for my 2020. I'm gonna have to go with Raised by Wolves. Okay, that that was thumbs up, thumbs up, hands down. Ridley, amazing job. I get it. Some people didn't like it, but some it, people me no me no like it. <laughs> but you guys are lames. You don't you don't understand the science fiction. Not of it. not me no like it. Me no watching. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 you never watched it. Okay, so, I watched the whole goddamn thing. But come on, man, the coolest part of it was probably the name of the kids in there. Fuck that. I, no, no, no. It was good. It was. It, it had a. It, it it dealt with. Did it, did it take you back to the time you were in the band, Mike? <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. That one time I'm in band a camp. But being, <laughs> hey, it's cool to be a geek nowadays. So anyway, like I was saying about Raised by Wolves, is it's. I love it just because it, the way it deals with religion and it deals with. Uh, there's robots in this thing or androids or whatever, mm-hmm. and the way they interact to become more human things that those little things you were like, wow, they they're mimicking human, just human interaction or how they think, how they perceive human interaction. And again, with the religion, it it's amazing. I love it. Raised by wolves. Season two got picked up. Can't wait for it. I'll check that out actually. So are we ready to move on? Y'all want to pull a Chappelle and wrap it up? You guys are going to have a lot to chime in on this because this is the one area where I ain't got shit to chime in on hardly yeah, because I give two shits about this category. Uh, entertainment, pop culture. Let's go around the room. Who wants to lead off? 
Bingham, you want in on this? <laughs> I hope y'all have stuff because we always throw in some uh, shitty ass pop culture. Can I can I just say something? Okay, so uh, I just want to just point out, Bingham has been, uh, and we'll talk about one of these stories in the next segment. But Bingham has made some recommendations to watch this Red Table Talk right? <laughs> <laughs> with your girl and and, 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 and I, and and I was watching, I, I was watching the latest. Uh, Reference is it's not in chronological order, so this mm-hmm. is the Will Smith and Jada the entanglement. Oh, let's save that for right. Me. No, no, I'm not going to talk about it, but just like when I was watching it, I was like, you know, one thing that it didn't talk about anymore, but for a while, because Jada and Will were close to Tom Cruise and Nicole? the girl from the fucking uh, oh, whatever. um, Katie Holmes, Katie Holmes. Katie yeah, Holmes. yeah, yeah. So there was initially there was a rumor that. They were like the Scientologists, right? Will but, Smith and Jada. Yeah. Okay. They are though. And swingers. That There's was, a rumor yeah, of that so, too. So, so we'll, we'll circle back to the swinger part, but like Mike, so you, you heard the same thing, right? So they they are Scientologists. Scientologists. So I, I I was watching it, and uh, not the, that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a lot of things wrong with it. But anyway, <laughs> believe what you uh, want to believe. I was watching the, and I was just like, why am I like? Whenever I watch something and it feels like very like comforting, I'm like, am I being manipulated? Because like when I was watching it, the, <laughs> the words that they were using and they were like speaking very directly. How did you feel about this? I'm like, are they doing some weird fucking Scientology shit on me? <laughs> Is it like a soda commercial <laughs> when they're like, it, it quenches it, your thirst? No, and you're it, like, Whoa. it just feel it just the whole mean? thing. Like, what are you feels, trying to get at? I don't get it. It feels very manipulative. They're like, isn't everything manipulative? No, at some point? not when I notice it. Right. What are you talking about? They so, were just—they were conducting an interview. So they're, so they're just sitting there, and uh, you know, I'm just watching. Like, oh, you know, Jada Pinnock is pretty smart. You know, she's making a lot of good points. She's framing the issues in a very mm-hmm. succinct way. Yeah. And so when that happens, my spidey sense well, she's goes not off. Intelligent? No, 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 no. <laughs> Anytime somebody's like too clean with their presentation, I think. This but is it's like, a produced TV show, no, no, right? No. I mean, what do you? Expect? I've seen a lot of TV shows. This feels very well produced. So I'm like, am I being manipulated? Is this the oh, cult? 60 minutes not a uh, no, manipulative? No, no. Are they I, not well spoken and produced? I see the strings on 60 <laughs> minutes, but this show it's very well produced, and they say the right things, and I'm like, oh, this is that Scientology. You're thing. skeptical, okay, right? okay. So I'm just saying, <laughs> very sneaky. I all still right. don't see the correlation. Okay, you're all right. in the cult. That's all right, all right, Binium, uh <laughs> Give me, give me rapid fire. Give me a moment. Entertainment, pop culture, right? I know you probably have a few, so let's start with one and then we'll go around the room um probably i would say that i found out who candace owens was i think that was pretty like i didn't know who the hell she you was. slid into her dms is that how you found out no I, I i never did that and i never will but <laughs> it was just it was interesting to watch someone that's like he said like the whole scientology thing i watched her and everybody hated her and i didn't understand why then i watched her speak and i'm like huh She's very eloquent, made she some really good so well. points, yeah. but just completely missed the the root cause issue. Are you, you talking about I mean? a specific moment of hers or a specific speech or, or are you just well, saying I've in general? Seen her, so, so the first time I saw her, she was on stage with um, T.I. and Killer Mike and they were doing like this whole like after mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter, like a whole panel of like what we need to do to get the community uh, a little bit more involved in, you know, a lot of different things. And she was speaking, and then there was, like, a constant beef with her and T.I. And I'm like, who is this girl? Like, mm-hmm. And I looked her up, 
And then that's when I start hearing her talk about George Floyd and how he was a criminal and how he was this and how he was that. And then I found out about the Cardi B thing. And I'm like, dude, who is this girl? Like, where did she come from? So, I mean, she was one of the more um, eye-catching moments for me in 2020. But, you know, I have several. Ham, do you have anything else? No, that was it. So you have nothing to add in this category besides just, uh, just making comments on everybody else's comments? <laughs> All right, Mike, what you got? Um, 2020, I would say the biggest star of 2020 entertainment, social media, TikTok. Like, just the whole platform. Like, I know it's been around before, you know, 2020, but just everyone being at home and just the whole spotlight on 2020, just people becoming famous off of just doing random ass shit right. on dancing, 2020. Yeah. It's just like you learn how to defrost your, your, your car. If it gets frozen, like right. random shit on TikTok, right. you just learn these things. And then that random guy who's just chilling, listening to a Fleetwood Mac oh, that's right. and well, drinking like, ocean yeah, spray cranberry. Right. Yeah. It actually you know? like it increased the sales of that song on exactly. like, iTunes like, and other yeah. just the the magnitude of what like the reach that TikTok has done and then because it's a Chinese based con- uh Chinese based uh company right. that owns TikTok right. and the back and forth of just I would say that would be my one of my twenty twenty entertainment um, stories which was TikTok hands down I'm gonna give a shout out to um, my Latinos out there El Conejo Malo Bad Bunny he released I think three albums this year like Any the first one good? oh really they're three? pretty good man they're pretty good yo okay. so the first one YHLQMDLG whatever that means Las Que No Iban A Salir and the last one El Ultimo Tour Del Mundo Super popular. I think Time Magazine had as like the most influential entertainer of the year. Like basically he owned 2020. I know most of us don't know. We don't all listen to Latino music, but like shout out to Bad Bunny who uh, can't hoop that well. <laughs> got fucking <laughs> dominated trash. on the celebrity basketball game. But like the dude's a performer, man. He's an entertainer. So shout out to Bad Bunny. He's my 2020 guy. Entertainer. Mike? I'm good. I'm good. I'm going to give a shout out. Um, this might be part of your later one. I don't know if it was, but uh, I think Benia made this point. He sent this to us. I forgot about this, but uh, how could I have? Uh, Chadwick Boseman, man. Rest yeah. in peace. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Black, yeah. Black yeah. Panther, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, and the craziest that thing moment. was, for whatever reason, like nobody, I mean, hardly anyone knew he even had it, right? He didn't even really right. make this a public thing. He didn't look for sympathy or empathy. He just was like, I'm going to just keep making movies, keep performing. By the yeah. way, to, to, let me just comment on that. So there were, you know, he stepped out a few times right before he passed away to like, you know, run some errands or whatever. And, and promote a couple things. Pictures. Yeah, I know where you're going with that. Man. Yeah. Yeah. And then. People were taking pictures of him. Paparazzi were taking pictures of him and saying, oh, um, you know, like just talking crap about him. Like, did he, you know, did he, um, is he losing weight for this role or right. he's so skinny he looks bad? Like right. they were like really taking yeah. digs at the guy, not knowing that he was sick. Right. They, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. They didn't know any better. You know I mean? to like, be it was just like yeah. a, what? Yeah. They made, they made terrible jokes. Crack right. Panther. Like he's drug using. Right. He's yeah. Just, and it was just like, yeah, so degenerate type you know of deal. I mean? But they, they did not know that his he was situation. Right, but away. it goes to the point of right. you know. Anyhow. Yeah. Well, uh, Benium also I'll give him credit for these other ones because you know it's easy to forget. It's been such a weird and um in some ways a god awful year, right? A lot of bad things have happened, so it just all kind of gets jumbled up into this one big stew of just awfulness. But uh, RBG Ruth Bader Ginsburg, she also passed, age of eighty seven, oh, yeah. and then uh, Alex Trebek, right? He yeah, just most recently passed, Trebek, right? Yeah, he had pancreatic cancer. 
And, you know, beloved guy, right? Like, yeah. when he passed, I was actually a little bit surprised by how many people reacted, like, to that. I mean, he, he meant something to a lot of people, right? right? That, I mean, let's He's be been honest. He on TV for, like, ever. Yeah. yeah, let's be honest. Like, as kids, we all watched Jeopardy right. at some point. Just to like, hey, I think I I'm didn't. smart enough to answer this right. question. I, did, I didn't like the point structure, but I did watch <laughs> the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, we got to hand it's a hand to be an asshole for everything. But yeah. Uh, so final category, unless, Benny, you have anything else to add in that pop culture no, category? No, no, I'm good. So final category, um, maybe this is just more for me self-serving, but uh, uh, tech. Uh, let's call it tech stuff you bought this year. Stuff, stuff you got, right? Anything that stood out to you, like in the tech world, or just stuff that you got off Amazon, off wherever, this year, Ham. All right, so I had an iPhone Seven. I upgraded to an iPhone Twelve. Right? It's a great. Oh wow! You got the Not 12. just the iPhone Twelve. Yeah, the iPhone Mini. Yep. For my mini hands, right? So <laughs> I will say the phone itself is great. No qualms about this. I do have a bone to pick with the company Apple. Uh oh. Because. No one knows this, right? Because they could be a future sponsor. So, oh, in the words, the immortal words of Walter White, it's a long tread future from here before we get to Apple sponsorships. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> I know I am aware that the iPhone they're deliberately blocking certain apps from working with other apps, right? So, I have been sharing. I, I've used Google Key for many years. I have had the iPhone for many years, right? So if a story of interest came about, I would share, I would use a share button to my Google Keep and it would save it for future reference. Now that I have this iPhone 12 mini and it's likely the iOS, the Mm -hmm. software, not the hardware. When you try to share to Google Keep, it will not give you that option. And the first option that they will give you instead is their iPhone Note app. They're like, you want to use our shit, right? So I know they're doing this on purpose, right? Other people, naive people will say, maybe it's a glitch. Maybe it's a mistake. They're doing this on purpose. I've caught on. Similarly, this year, and I'm going to blow my load in one go. Go for it, baby. I got the Google Chromecast TV where it has the most confusing fucking name ever. Yeah. It's a Chromecast with Google TV. Terrible name. Basically yeah. a Chromecast but with the remote. Google's terrible at those yeah. things. <laughs> but they have a voice activated feature where you can just speak to it and say mm-hmm. home alone. And then if you have, let's say you have Netflix and it's on Netflix, yep. it's going to present to you, hey, you have the service, you can watch it. Mm-hmm. If you have Disney Plus, if you have yep. HBO, whatever. I've noticed that for certain movies, it will not readily show you that it's available. Yeah. It depends so, on the contractual right. so stuff. So they're doing some bullshit too, right? Yeah. So these companies, the larger point that I have, the, the unifying theme is these companies are being real shitheads. They're making things difficult for the consumer. Right. But they present it as if it's convenient, right? So course, the yeah. whole pr- the whole presentation is convenience, but they're really just trying to steer you in a certain direction. It's always an ulterior motive. And I'm just saying, I've caught on. Oh, Other people you? may not have. I have caught on to the scheme. So and are you going to return your iPhone 12 no, mini? No, 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 and no, no. Because okay. there is no... Th- th- that's what I'm saying. So the Apple company, the Google company, Facebook is shit. 
all Amazon is not any better, right? So you're getting fucked either way. They lock you in like a fine dime piece that you get her pregnant. It's like, where are you going to go now? <laughs> you ain't leaving. You're going to be around for the yeah, rest of her life. Watch, um, you guys should watch uh, the, so the Social Dilemma on, I uh, have watched, yeah, on yeah, Netflix. Yeah, it's actually yeah. pretty, yeah, it talks about that. But uh, but to add to your You need point, a cigarette ham? So are you this done? Year, Did you shoot it off? This year okay. was the first year um, that I actually, you know, my phone, I had a, I think an iPhone 5 or 6 or something like that. Ooh, and then the battery died. Gracious. All those degrees are still on five. <laughs> I thought you hung around in Elizabeth Warren circles. What the fuck are you doing with an iPhone 6, man? Well, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't, if, if, if it's not dead, I'm going to keep it until, you know, it breaks down. So and the phone was fine. And all of a sudden, one day, the battery went dead. Yeah. Of course, you know. By design. Um, yeah, you know, uh, firmware <laughs> update, you know how that goes. Yeah. But, so I decided, I said, okay, I've been with Apple since 2007. Let me jump ship and see what the big fuss is about. Oh, with, that's right. With, uh, the, the, two the Galaxy. Weeks, right? Yeah, that's right. Mm. Yeah, I remember that. So um, I ordered the Samsung, you know, S20 Plus because I'm a big phone guy. Big hands. And, big boy. Yeah, so it took Samsung, it took them over a month I was, I was waiting. So in the meantime, I went to the local store to actually get the s20 plus to start seeing how things work and you know right. learning how to play around with it and that was the first time i realized how restrictive apple is to be honest with you because there was like so many things i'm like man it'd be nice if you just had this one feature like for example um i like to listen to youtube but then i need my you know my maps app on to take me to wherever i want to go right so with with apple you can't have youtube on you have to choose one or the other so you have to look at youtube right. And then not see your your directions. Right, they don't or do multitasking very well. Yeah. YouTube, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Whereas with the Samsung, you can do both. You can yeah. you can minimize the YouTube, and and listen to your YouTube, right. but then have your maps up to mm -hmm. kind of go where you need to go. So I was like, damn, Apple, they're assholes, man. So I was like, all right, I like this. You know, the Samsung thing was it was it was nice. It was very good. But then obviously it took them like over a month to to ship the phone, and then. You know, then at work, I was uh -huh. missing emails and all this stuff. And then they got me, you know, Apple sent the phone within like a day. So I have the iPhone 11 plus. Well, I'll, I'll touch on something related to phones too, like you guys mentioned. So I got the Pixel 5 uh, pretty much at every Pixel. There's been a five of them now for listeners that don't know what the hell I'm talking about. I don't blame you. Nobody has this fucking phone. It's like the smallest market share out of any major phone manufacturer. It's a finally they got one thing right. They dropped the price down. Actually, they got multiple things right. They dropped the price down. Is this no the first year that they have the price down? I Since they, they had the Nexus line, okay. it's the first time they brought the price down. Aww. It was seven hundred bucks, uh, which is better than a thousand, like everybody else. And they um, finally put a damn good battery in there. This is like a day and a half battery. Finally, people have been begging for this. Of regular use, day and a half. Regular Ooh, use, you yeah. can go a day and a half. That's okay. Um, only small gripe is a casual flip of the middle finger, right? To Google. Uh, the main reason a lot of people got the pixel phone in the past was they give you unlimited photo storage. If you had a pixel, you can put as many photos as you want. I you thought could, that continued. I thought they grandfathered y'all in. One through five pixels get it. Anything in the future now will not get really? it. Really? So you get a pixel next year. Uh, that's pixel six or five, uh, you know, XL or How whatever they release. What would it cost them if they just brand loyalty just continue with the pixel line i don't know man google makes so much money but apparently they're stingy they're fucking guju as fuck That's when it comes dumb. to their phone line like, they got a nickel and dime us but 
man, um, flip of the middle finger to that. Like, come on, dude. Nobody buys your shit. So keep us loyal people right. around and give us something, right? Give us some carrot, dangle something in front of us, right? Especially, right? We all, I mean, there's multiple people on this pod here. We got kids. We love fucking taking endless photos of our child. Like, it would be nice to know that I ain't got to worry about storage issues later in the past, this later in the future. The first, um, this is also the first year where I had, like, storage issues with Google on my Gmail and my G Drive, and they made me purchase extra storage. So I don't know if they're, like, they're trying they're to uh, they're trying to make more money now. So they're like, hey, the storage is a thing that people we have locked in with Google Drive and Google Photos. Let's start charging people for tiers. Binyam, so. can I ask you, did you uh, upgrade like your Google Photo Drive or did you upgrade your iPhone iDrive or whatever it's called? So I did both at first because I had a difficult time because, yeah. you know, I went All through the degrees. whole Android. Well, no, no, I went through the whole Android thing and then that was like Google based. And then I had to switch. It was just kind of complicated to go from an iPhone because that's how they get you. You yeah. know, like you're in that ecosystem yeah, and then everything there. you do. Yeah. Yeah, everything you do is like kind of locked in that community. So then you have to buy to into this community. Right, and right. So I did a little bit of both. I just canceled my um, actually a few days ago um, my uh, Apple storage. Okay. Because so I have Google, so I was like, okay, okay, I'll just do everything you know nice. with Google because you know because of work I have to like download all these emails and things like that. So you know I will. But say, they're all getting to that point where they're charging you for like everything. Yeah. You know I I will say this is. Well, I mean, but before you get into that, I'll let you make your point. But uh, you talked about charging for stuff. The new iPhone 12 it doesn't come with a charger in the box, right? Really? Yeah, they assume well, you not have. Only did it not come with the box. They try to present it as some sort of environmentally yeah. friendly thing. These cocksuckers. But this is what every <laughs> this is this is what everybody's <laughs> okay. This Can is I what everybody's going to do. Samsung's already pretty much yeah. saying they're going to do the same. Of thing, Of course, too. because all these fucking followers, these assholes, they. I had the iPhone 7, so I had the lightning charger, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. And I thought, okay, I don't need you to get... Maybe I bought into... Okay, so... But it still has a lightning port on this. It's a mini, different right? fucking port. Oh, it, it is different. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like... Although I will say, Ham, it does charge a little... It, well, not a little, a lot faster. No, 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 no. Fuck that. <laughs> I w was in my car, and I was like, I don't... I, I'm just going to get the one that it came with here, and in mm -hmm. my car, I'll just... And then it just kept on falling off. I was like, yeah, oh, I got to fucking it, stick it, it harder. <laughs> it didn't fit. And I looked it up, and it was a totally different thing. So now I have to buy a separate thing. How's that environment going? Yeah, well, the the future is that uh, this is the rumor. This is what they're probably going to do is the iPhone is going to go portless, potentially as quick as next year, where they will have no port on the phone at all. No charging port. Everything will have to go MagSafe, that new oh, that wireless Mag magnetic charger. So that is the future, and we all know if Apple does it, Everybody's going to be doing it. So yeah, all everybody you, else will make fun of them the first year, and then they'll follow suit the next. Yeah, year. that's what everybody yeah. does. Like with the headphone jack, the right. removal of it. Everybody shat on it, and then years later, everybody followed it. The point is, listeners, keep all your goddamn chargers, especially Apple. But keep your cables, because uh, you might need it when you get a phone. I don't. I have right. to throw my old fucking things away. I gotta get a new. <laughs> Why are you throwing stuff because away? Because it don't that's work. I don't fine. have an iPhone Seven you anymore. So I gotta Mike, get this new thing. Uh, do you have a a tech? something or a story or something you bought that like stood out to you this past year? I bought 300 shoes. That is definitely something different that I fell into in, at the end of the Let's quarter. talk about merchandise if you want. That's fine too. Whatever. Okay. Give me a story. Before, before the merchandise, I will the go in a line of tech. The one thing I bought was a 70, 75 inch television. Around? Samsung. Damn. 
75 inch. What, like, what do you need it, that for? Is it OLED or is it just a, like a regular 4K? I, I'm pretty sure it's just regular. Okay. It's not OLED. It's not What'd that What you have fancy. before the 75? I had a 70 inch. So I just what? added an extra five. <laughs> in, you, wait, you replaced the 70 inch with the 75? Well, the, the other one watching? had... Uh, the oh, is this the shit with the fucked up... Uh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> no, with the LED display, yes. So listeners out there, this guy, this <laughs> motherfucker here, he invited us to watch a fucking Super Bowl. Hey, no, had, no, 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 no. To be fair, He though. has some dead pixels on his goddamn <laughs> TV. You can barely notice. And he's having a Super Bowl party. <laughs> no, no, and the funny thing be... was, he was sensitive and secure about it, and all we did was kept shitting on the goddamn <laughs> TV, even though, honestly, <laughs> it really wasn't that big of a deal. But Who to be fair, that Super Bowl party was nearly two years ago. It got, it got drastically worse okay. to a point where nearly half the screen was... Mm. You could not watch. Was so it? I said, you know what? I need to buy a new 75-inch television. Okay. And that's what I end up doing. What, what, okay, what, Mike, why do you need a 75-inch television? Because the 70-inch was defective. or it, Exactly. It the 70, because the 70-inch became defective, and my asshole friends pointed it out to me on the dead pixels. By the way, can I say I mean, something? I 55 isn't big enough. Like 55, Hell, on my wall. My, I got a big wall on the television that can you I, watch. Can I, yeah. I, we, we know, we, hey, we know you're African, so you've never heard this before. But, you know, for the rest of us, the bigger... Mike, can I just say something? <laughs> was that the Atlanta Falcons game? When, when you pointed out the Sad fact face. that my, my, my 70 inch was slowly failing. Too soon. Yes. Too soon. Is it possible that Atlanta lost because of your pixels? Or lack thereof. Could be. Not. Could because be. I currently okay. have a Good 75 question. inch right. and they still lost. Because I do, I do okay, remember I the question. pixels dying right around the end of the third quarter. Yeah, that's right. Like, all of a sudden. Good. Yeah. I don't know yeah. what happened. Yeah. Yeah. What's, what's, what's the biggest TV you have in your home? I have a 65 inch. Damn. Damn. See? I've had the same TV for 11 years now. It's 42 inches around. Think about it. Smaller. Damn. I didn't even know they. 75, that's like a thing now? Like, is that normal? I like mean, 75 yeah. is it normal? The big, right, but the bigger right, the wall, well, the bigger the screen you got to get. I have like, a big right, wall yeah, in my, my, my living room. Don't listen, to, pretty big wall don't listen to anything you Google. Bigger the TV is always better. I don't exactly. care if your room is tiny. It's always better to have a bigger TV. Bigger is better, baby. Yeah, fuck it, man. <laughs> Why not? Hey, especially now with all the films and everything going to streaming. Shit, exactly. might as well. Watch it. Bro, you know how many, watch, how many times I watch Trolls with my kids on a 70-inch, 75-inch TV? Hey, respect to that, man. I'm going to go um, to something a little different. A purchase that I made recently. I've been hyping the hell out of this shit to everybody. And some of this is recency bias, but I bought a robot vacuum. Oh, and um, yeah. at first I bought like a, uh, I got a shitty cheap one as like a free beta trial on Amazon. And I realized it was good, but it was kind of dumb as fuck. So I was like, eh, I want to get something smarter. So I got a good one. And uh, listeners, real quick, there's two type of vacuum robots. There's the dumb fuck ones that just endlessly bang around the wall like a ping pong. And eventually they get shit clean. All right. And then there's smarter ones that kind of map out your floor and it's smart and it goes in a route and it goes around tables and it's more efficient. Get the more efficient one if you got the dollars, if you got the, you know, the cash. Why not just vacuum it yourself? And because get it I'm going to tell you, so I'm going to tell minutes. you number one example why people with kids, first of all, kids make a mess all the fucking time. Sometimes you got to clean up after them multiple times a day. Uh, the one I got, it's a Roborock S5 Max. The company is Chinese, Xiaomi. They make phones. Uh, probably they, surveilling your house. They probably are, but who gives a shit? <laughs> but anyways, a kid, he, he, we're in the phase uh, for the parents out there listening where he's throwing shit everywhere. So everything gets on the floor. It gets messy. It streaks. Nasty. This thing has a mop attachment. I just tell that shit after I'm done with him. 
Mop the living room. How Mop do you the activate kitchen. it? Are you voice activated? It works with Google Home, Siri, whatever you want, Alexa. Nice. So, so I tried. I tried. I told you. I, I sent you the model that I used, right? Yeah. Because I have a pretty big kitchen, and it just didn't do it. Like, it didn't get things as clean as... You know what I mean? Like, it didn't do it for me. Sounds like user like, error. Like you, you probably have, a, like, a much nicer version. No, I mean, mine's... I'm just saying, like, uh, for people out there, I was... Uh, not on the robot vacuum thing for a while. It's like overpriced, too expensive. But once I got one, and if you get a smart one, you'll be very impressed by it. If you get a dumb one, you're going to be like, I can't believe I spent three, $400 for this, and it's just bumbling around like a fucking drunk uncle in the right. middle of the night looking right. for fucking a sandwich in the fridge, right? <laughs> but when you get a smart one, it's very intelligent. And um, what's, the, what's the average price point for a smart one, though? So or if you bills? get a good quality one, you're looking at a 300 plus, right? Ooh. It can go all the way up to 1200 1400 oh, 1200 For a vacuum. Oh. But it is convenient. Um, it I'm is- just telling you, hey, for the listeners out there who are cheap as fuck or good you, got fucking little Jewish blood in them, okay, <laughs> don't get it. Because you always going to be come to me talking shit, leaving reviews, saying it's too <laughs> overpriced. But for people out there who got a little common sense get it and you're gonna love I mean, it I, I i don't mind I, if, if it so my whole thing is if it's something that i'm gonna use i don't mind spending a few hundred dollars for it but what pisses me off is if i spend a few hundred dollars and it's not cleaning right you know what i mean to it, it doesn't even have to be my liking just like right. make it look decent make it look good. yeah they're not for, they're, i'm not even getting that they're not good the for deep cleaning I so i will like, say that they're not they're not good for deep cleaning but Let's say, you know, uh, you want surface cleaning, you got crumbs, especially with kids, right? They're throwing Cheerios and crumbs everywhere all over the floor. Yeah. It's great. You just tell it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, she ain't listening to this podcast right now, though. That's right. You uh, got that, too. Well, Arpa, 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 but you me... can't voice Commander, can you? Because that might, she might, hey, back, exactly. might give you the backhand right there. Let me ask you something. Why let's, clean now? Let's say you have deep pockets, right? Let's mm-hmm. say money is no concern. Big like the buffer. We got so much sponsorship no, no, money coming not in. not buffer money. Oh, better than the buffer. Kelly Leffler money. Oh, oh shit. Is there Colin. any... Radical money. Is, have some radical <laughs> money. <laughs> is there any vacuum that can go to a different level? Ooh. <laughs> so so, so um, if I'm on the, on the, on the ground floor okay, and I okay. got a uh, so, kitchen upstairs, can I? Okay. So I think this, this will happen in the future. Yeah. It, the answer, short answer is no. But uh, oh, if, if any of you guys, listeners, uh, watch any uh, tech influencer videos like MKBHD, these yeah. guys, they review all these cool, crazy tech products. There's a product called a robot dog. It's made by this company called Boston Dynamics, which was just recently oh, bought by somebody. Well, the black, so black there's black, like this yeah. robot dog. And you can control it with the remote, and it can climb stairs, like right. It's smart too, and it can know like not to go off a ledge and everything. So if that technology makes its way to the vacuum, right, robot vacuum, it'll be great. But right now, no. But like the vacuum I got, it can learn multiple floors. So you just literally take it upstairs. I, yeah, I you, pay money, you have, you and have to, I have to carry this. Yes, thing. you have to okay. carry something up the okay. stairs, just like you carry your fucking ball sack into the fucking shower, <laughs> and you uh, tell it to clean. We can't vacuum our floors now. Like, have we gotten so long? <laughs> That's how lazy we are as a society. Pretty soon, Earp is going to be doing a review on a, on, on a lung. Man, I can't believe I was using my own Well, lungs, you know, back in, the, back, in the, back in the Renaissance, the old age, right, you could just look at some random lady showering in the river and beat one off. Right. But now we have Pornhub yeah. and we have everything. So, and you also, know, to be fair, progress is progress. You know those That's French... about efficiency than it is, you know, laziness, them, but yeah. You know the French people... They came up with this invention where they don't have to wipe their own ass. A bidet. Oh, bidet. Mm. It just shoots water up your rectum and apparently cleans it up. I don't have that. but uh, One of our listeners does, and he's a big fan of it. Oh, uh, the uh, no, no. Suwa Papi himself. 
But um, the last thing I'll mention, um, we can we can touch on anything else you guys have for this category. But um, the thing that we're recording this device on, so any listeners that want to do their own podcast, uh, this PodTrack P4 is under 200 bucks. Let's everything you want to do with podcasting. You can do local, remote. It's great. I recommend it highly. It's made everything much easier for us. Don't tell them about that. Then they're going to go start their own and not listen to ours. <laughs> so, Ham, let's get into this next segment. All right. So... Uh, I have another which is worse. It's not as good as the 25 gay orgy, right? Mm, so hungry, hungry, I'm, I'm, hungry, hungry hippo. I'm establishing it right now. It's not gonna be as good as that. And also, I, I will have to say ahead of time, this is gonna l- reflect poorly on the women, right? Because both of these stories are women related. Well, why didn't you? Uh, I didn't have that. Why didn't you that, start the podcast off by telling the women that you're going to right. set them up for? Because I didn't, you know, now that I realize it, I didn't set that up for the last which is worse which was just a bunch of dudes anyways sorry women but keep listening so please. mike uh, <laughs> the way that this works is i tell what you up? two stories the second story is always worse right but, okay i got you <laughs> the two stories are alec baldwin's wife okay or the bloomberg news reporter right these are true stories right these are true stories okay. So I'm going to start off with Alec Baldwin's wife, and this is going to be right up your alley, Erpin, because uh, it has to do with those Spaniards, right? Mm, I love them. Wait. So. I usually do. In 2012, Alec Baldwin, famous actor, SNL, he impersonates uh, Dirty Rock, Donald Trump. Bunch of stuff, yeah, yep. yeah. He's a great actor, right? He marries a yoga instructor named Ilaria. All right. Okay. She presents herself as being from Spain. If you looked up her biography, her place of birth is, initially I thought it was Mallorca, but apparently the Spaniards, two L's equals a Y. What about the double L? So Mallorca. Mallorca, right? So she is from Mallorca. Uh, she claims in the past that she moved to America when she was 19 for college, university, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a Melania Trump story. Right. She, yeah. she names her kid. She's got a bunch of kids with this. Uh, Did she get Baldwin. a gold cage too? <laughs> no, no. So she <laughs> named her kids and they're all like Spanish sounding. So I'm going to ask okay. you, Urban. Carmen Gabriela. Yeah. Rafael. Mm-hmm. Leonardo Angel. Mm-hmm. Romeo Alejandro. Okay. And Eduardo Pao Lucas. All right. Yep. Yep. In TV appearances, she'll show up like on the today show like doing some she does a little salsa little victor cruz she'll do some cooking segment she'll what does do she cook some i don't Patata know paella what does what she no cook? no no <laughs> but there was one segment she was like cooking some salad right mm-hmm. and then she was like she was affecting a spanish accent and then she was like trying to find a word she's like how do you say in english cucumber right yeah. which all <laughs> all of this lines up with a spaniard They've been in America. They've also been in Spain. Yeah, they don't know what's going yeah, on. They yeah, forget they stuff. Would it surprise you to learn that Hilaria mm. is just Hillary, who was born and raised in Massachusetts? Oh! Goes back generations from Massachusetts. Wow! So she's never lived in a Latin country? Her family moved to Spain when she was in her 20s. Well, but is Ow. her family Spanish, though? Her, oh, they're not. Her her name is Howard, uh, like, uh, Hillary Thomas. Like, I think they're, like, mostly... Wait, like, is their accent real, though? Because maybe she picked no. it up from living in Spain? No. Nah, she pulled a Madonna. 
So she hold on. So there's a husband. He he knows this, and he's he, or he doesn't know. Like I mean, I'm maybe he's confused. like an act, maybe he hangs around actors a lot, so he didn't really. She's a method actor. What yeah, can I say? that's exactly what she is. She got really into it. But what's weird is that she like it's fine if she kind of like did the Madonna. Mm-hmm. She moves to a country like oh look at me crump you know yeah Spanish right Spanish shit. She it, on her Daniel like boy. on her biography it says she was born in my. Mm. Mallorca. I'm going to call it. A home English. of the great Rafael Nadal. Yes. That's probably that. the only way I've heard of America. It's an island off of the coast of Spain. Great party island. Oh, it's, okay. Yeah. So someone on, on Twitter. Is it next to Marbella? <laughs> someone, Marbella. I don't know. Some, yeah. Someone. Abisa, on, you mean? Someone online no, like kind of called her out. Like it's weird how she's like still pretending to be from Spain. She names all her kids. This is like this that, uh, that other story. Yeah, the professor, that, 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 or whatever. The professor, the Georgetown. Caribbean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is kind of like that. So, is that's bad, right? I told you the second story. <laughs> oh wait, it's is worse. Okay. That bad, or is this worse, right? So this is now. <laughs> m- maybe the second story is just worse for me because let's, it's just, yeah, it's just let's funny listen, to let's, me. Let's, right? let's so to the this. second story. So the first story is just some woman just living this lie, for yeah, lying about her heritage, Latin heritage. Right. And, and she doesn't know how to say cucumber. She's from Boston. All right. Second story is a Bloomberg news reporter, right? She's okay. a res- well, the Bloomberg she channel. She was a respected, yeah, Bloomberg okay, yeah. news reporter. Her name is Christy Smith. It doesn't matter what her name is, but I'm going to refer to her. So just remember that. <laughs> Another jab at women. She, yeah, yeah. So this it is matters. A, this is a bad segment, and the next uh, segment when it talks about the hotel, another okay, bad segment. Right, okay. A bad. That was a guy though. If you're if you're like uh, into women stuff, like the rest of the show is gonna go downhill. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's do it. Bloomberg news reporter in 2015, and I think everybody remembers this person, right? So she started reporting on that pharma bro shithead. Martin Shkreli, right? So this mm-hmm. fucking guy, right? Yes. Okay. So he yeah. became famous for raising the price of a drug called Daraprim by 5,000%. It's like this yes. life-saving Oof. thing. Uh, so he yeah. he saw like an opportunity where he bought it from whatever. Mm-hmm. He had possession of it and he just jacked up the price because like it's either this or you're so, going to die, okay. right? Okay, let me just insert. Yeah. This is a little insert. Yeah. So there's, there's these drugs called orphan drugs, right? Yeah. So... They're not very well funded because not many people have the disease to warrant a lot of money going to that research. So it's usually like government funded. There's all these other ways of getting it funded. So it's like an ethical thing to like these, you know, there's a very small segment of. Right. You're not going to make money off of it, but it's very important. It's very important for these, you know, few people. Okay. And it's usually like one company that has the right to this drug, right? right? Right. And because, you know, you're getting sponsorship and things like that. And somehow, I guess he bought that right from another company. And then instead of doing the right thing, he did the jacked right. up the yeah, price. Right. Which, by the way, he pissed off a lot of government officials. Right, he pissed off. He basically did himself in. That's why they, they came after yeah. him because he ended up going to prison. Right. Right. Okay. So I'm sorry. I just have to put that. No, in. No, no, that's important. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. just kind of giving you the lay of the land. This guy's uh, kind of a shithead, you know, like this, and he's got this permanent smirk on his face, like this obnoxious guy, right? <laughs> Anyways, going back to the reporter, she's she got a source, so she got ahead of the competition, and she knew that he was going to be indicted, and he was facing. What is he indicted for? Just jacking up the price? 
it, uh, I think he lied on some sort of like. Uh... So yeah, so that is it. To, okay, to make a long story short, they made it about something else, but he really pissed them off by doing what he right, was yeah. doing. Right? Yeah, I mean, okay. basically, that's what the, the real issue. The motivation was, so... to go after him was about yeah. this drug, but that what he did wasn't technically illegal. Okay. So Spike. they found that he made an omission or some sort of mistake with his security. So you spite to investigate right, further right. to try to yeah. find a real so, reason. So it's like, okay, this guy lied. It's like racial profile and right. you find out the taillights busted. Right. It gives you a reason right. to pull and the And you can find a reason. And also, yeah. Yeah. Right. I also he, was, he, was, he yeah. was such a jerk that he was going on like the breakfast club. He yeah. was like essentially trying to defend not this all, yeah. move that he made, and it's it, it, it was it was really bad. Not it was only, just like yeah. a, like it was so he was like such an entitled prick, and he, he was like yeah, prancing he, around. Well, what like, amount of mark, did it. What amount what of markup is me? acceptable? Capitalism, well, right? not five thousand percent. Okay, all right. But also, so just to kind of add to what Binyam is saying, not only did he make the the, the rounds in media, he like bought like a, a, a album from the Wu Tang from the Wu Tang Clan from back in the day. Like he he would what do these weird like stunts. Like he just oh. would do stunts just to. Kind of keep Garner, his name. like sympathy, public right. sympathy. Okay. No, that's no to piss people off. Oh. He wasn't doing it for sympathy. Okay. He's just like, yeah, I do whatever the fuck I want. You know, oh, I'm okay. smarter than you. Okay. I'll do what right, I want. Right. You, you can't. I have money. It's like, like uh, it, was a, it was a jerk move. Anyways, this uh, this uh, Christy Smith, uh, she's reporting for Bloomberg News. She has these sources. She gets in contact with him. She tries to kind of uh, develop a source so she can continue to report. You mm-hmm. know. Christy Smith, she is a reporter, she is married, and then she's covering this shithead, right? Mm-hmm. This seemingly irredeemable shithead. Oh, is this where you get to the degrading the women part or something? Yes. Okay. She falls in love with him. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Wait, dang. is she married? You said she married? She's married. Oh, no. She covers him while she's falling in love with him. He is in prison because if you piss off the wrong people, they're going to find something on you. He she was fell fa- in love with him while he was in prison? No, no. Throughout while she was covering him, yep. she her husband's like, what the fuck? This guy's a clown. Why are you, you know, she divorces her husband. Okay. Mm. Her employer at Bloomberg's like, what are you doing? She quits her job. Mm. Okay. She gets on the train to visit him like on the regular, like almost daily. Right? Oh, is he at Rikers or He's something? He's in yeah, somewhere, oh, okay. some prison, right? Okay. She freezes her eggs. On the off chance that <laughs> when he comes out of prison, he can get this. They can uh, start a family, yeah. right? And then she comes out. The reason why I know this is because she came out on an uh, article for like Elle magazine or something, right? Maybe mm-hmm. one of her colleagues. She's like, "Can you do like a big story on this, right?" And the whole effort seems to be to convince this shithead. That she loves him because at the end of the story, he not into it. He is a captive audience because you know he's in prison, yeah. of course. But by all appearances, he's not necessarily interested in her. Because anytime that <laughs> she'd be qu- he would be quoted, he's like, "I wish her well." <laughs> so even at that. his worst of times in prison, he right. was like he, a one way street. Anytime yeah. she would visit him. I guess what else is there? He gave it a cold shoulder. No, no. He like first of all, there's nothing else to do. So like, all right, somebody yeah. visiting me. Yeah. I'll, I'll you know the shit. best part about dating someone in prison, Jerry? <laughs> Conjugal visits. <laughs> <laughs> but this woman dissolved her marriage, quit her career, mm. 
is visiting a guy who doesn't seem to be that into her considering he's in prison. You think he'd be all over this, right? But is he very nice? No, he's just very just like uh, I guess, you know. Okay. Like, Cuz she she would like she has like a uh, a shrine almost at home like she's got pictures oh my goodness. of oh, her visitations. Lord. But it is the most bad shit crazy story I've heard because it's like hold on. I'm confused. So she was doing all this for the big story. She started for the big story. Okay. But and she then at the started end, she buying his him. bullshit. Okay, like, so she man. really did love him. She yeah, really did. She wasn't is, like a hoax. Okay. I mean. Oh, she's really into him. Who would divorce their husband and quit their job? job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was like a disguise thing. N- like, okay. No, that's initially I thought I was up. like, oh, she's really pushing for this book sale. You know, like. Yeah. <laughs> but why would you quit your day job? And why would you divorce your husband? And why would you freeze your eggs? Like, she went above and beyond for someone who, again, I, I swear to God, at no point is he that into her. He's like, I'm bored, so yeah. Let's so is that the end shit. of the story? Yeah, yeah. So All right. Which is worse? We Mike? have somebody <laughs> somebody lying. Or, him, right? or the, this chick. Or um, this chick who just gave up everything for a fucking douchebag. I mean, for the sake of being different, because I, I don't like you leading me into the choice I want to make. So, you know, uh, t- quote Teddy Pendergrass, yeah. looks like another love TK, yo. So, you know, when you fall in love and you make dumbass decisions, yeah. I can like, the, you, you know, know what? getting that too is- close to a criminal and blah, blah, blah. You know what? I can excuse that shit happens. Love that, makes you do that, crazy things. That is uh, the right. first story. Uh, the fake ass Latina. Man, you, you die with the lie. People get crazy. <laughs> they don't know what to do. And once they lie, they can't stop. But at some point, you got to cut the lie. And you can't bring your kids into it and have them thinking they have some Latino heritage. Because right. imagine them dating. If any, I don't know if any of them are teenagers. But you know they're going to throw that into the Start conversation, right? Hey. <laughs> like, hey, you know, I'm Latino. You know, I'm just saying. No. That's, that's a lot worse than a girl thinking, well, if I marry this rich guy, then I'm going to be sad. All right. Right. So face ham. Right. I'm gonna go just, first stories worse. Bad, so, you know, so the Spanish story. Fake ass Salma Hayek. Okay, so that that works. This is my thought. Okay. All right. So the next story we're gonna cover is there was an incident at a this posh hotel in New York City. There was this woman. So, just to set this up, some uh this uh musician, a known musician, not known to me, but. He's a well-known musician. He was staying at this hotel for like a week or two. Like it wasn't just like a weekend thing, mm-hmm. right? So he's staying at this hotel. His son, his 14-year-old son is there. This random woman comes up to his 14-year-old son and they accuse him of stealing her phone. So for the listeners, real quick, um, we know this is a you know auditory experience, but in the show notes, I'll post a link. I think it was an Instagram, right? It's like a sixty link. second. Yeah. So um, before you guys just pause, real right. quick, look in the show notes. Go click on that, and you can look at that. Right. And we're back. Right. So having watched the clip, this woman, first of all, can I just say, the first thought that I had when I watched this clip. This lady has crackhead and energy, right? The way she's just oh, very no, jittery. No. You, you, he can't leave. Huh. He's got my phone. You like she will explain very, the clip real quick. Right. Explain so the clip. So she real is quick. psychiatric. So episode, she she honestly. is accusing. So the person who's recording the video is the parent, 
right? The father is recording the video. He is saying in the clip that they just came downstairs from their room. Yeah, they're guests of the hotel. So they're mm-hmm. guests of the hotel. She later, is, it turns out, she's not a guest of the hotel presently. I think she was a guest of the hotel at an earlier point, right? Oh, because yes. she had already checked out. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So she's accusing the guy who's recording his son of stealing her a 14 year old son. So she's just making a big scene about that's my phone. You're not leaving. That's my phone. A manager comes and he's trying to be peacemaker, but deescalate almost immediately. He is taking her side. The manager of the hotel. She's raising Correct. the point that a phone was stolen from her. So he's already t- taking that as fact. Well, so, I think the listeners, it's important to mention this. The lady, she was white, Caucasian. She is less than black. Yeah, she's less <laughs> yeah. than, not equal to black. I mean, she could be, I mean, people say she's white. She could be like some weird Hispanic, whatever. Whatever, she she's not black. She she's not Alari- black, yeah. She could she's be Alaria Baldwin. You know? She could be. Right. But, uh, and the person, the people she was accusing, <laughs> the people she was accusing were African-American. She, she, she's not like... She could be, but like, I mean, she's not black, right? She's, yes, she's not black, right. and the people she accusing were black. Right. So, continue. So, she is making these accusations. So, the manager's trying to be peacemaker, but he's citing, basically, he's kind of deferring to her. Like, can I see the phone, right? Yeah, like, let me check, just to be so sure. So, the father's like, what the fuck is going on? Why, why does my son have to do anything? We just came from the elevator, and yeah. you're asking us. He's asking, like, where's your, you know, turn on my iPhone. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, it's off, right? She's telling the uh, manager, tell him to take off the case. That's my phone. So, yeah. first of all, if she's just paying attention, she's accusing someone of stealing her phone. So, this happened fairly recently. Mm-hmm. And already this kid has a case that doesn't belong to her. Amazon one-day shipping, right. baby. So, like, he already has a different case. It's kind of like that Dave Chappelle. Like, look at him. This yeah. dude just fucking like put yeah. up, you know, this guy was like stealing. Like, Let's bring up some crack yeah. on yeah. Like he, he yeah. just put like a picture of his family for some reason. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah. Those, So like the whole. Wait, story, was she inebriated? I, I'm gonna stick with my first theory. She's a crackhead. Okay. <laughs> okay. Like it's not yeah, alcohol. She, she, she's off, she was but right she was mind. very erratic, and she was like, "I need the phone. Like and I can't go anywhere." Did it my end phone. up being her phone, Ham? So as it turns out, it's not in the 60 second clip, but as it turns out. Her phone was lost on an Uber ride. Wait, so you're telling me this 14-year-old black kid yeah. went to an Uber and placed her <laughs> phone? <laughs> but think about it. So I wish there... This is another reason why I wish there were phones that turn into drones. Because, you know, the, the video, <laughs> the 60 seconds was very erratic. Imagine the guy was just like, whoop. Yeah, and then it just kind of steady oh, cam. It yeah. captured everything. But, like, I wish... That we, we could see the entire transaction when she opened with, that's my phone. Because, like, she, we know now, we have the uh, benefit of hindsight. We yeah. know that that is his phone. Her phone was left in an Uber, right? So she, at some point, got out of an Uber. She looked around. Maybe she felt her pocket. She's like, hmm, I don't have my phone. And then the first person she saw was this kid. Yeah. African American. And then she, she didn't have an interaction with this kid. And she just assumes this kid who has a phone similar to hers yeah. with a different case absolutely stole her phone. Yeah. Because the way she was acting, it wasn't like, maybe you took my phone. No, no. She was 100% you for 100% sure. You 100% took so, my phone. So is the, this is not a witch's worse. This is just we're no, talking No, no, no. This is just the story. So it's just like, this crackhead made 
a leap, right? And 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 so the the parent, I'm glad the parent recorded this. Yes. And he was kind of explaining because in real time you think somebody else would be like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, he was pretty PC was, about it, to be honest. But he, he wasn't yeah, as yeah, irate yeah. as I would He's expect. Just like, yeah. Why do you think you have the one and only iPhone in yeah. the world? Like, yeah, people have. This is a very common phone. Like, why would you think? Just because yeah. you're not. African American. Right. What makes so, you think my, right. my so son the, can't have a phone? Off the air, we discussed this topic, and Mike said he had a relevant story that yes. happened to him. Mike, Mikey Mole, he's African American. Uh, he, <laughs> he's not fourteen, but yeah, he's, a, he's, he's definitely not fourteen. 14. Yeah. Uh, but uh, actually, has two relevant stories. One very recently, yes. uh, which we had to remind him about. Which I guess you know, uh, being black is like a, it's like a, a twisted Jeff Foxworthy joke. You know how like you might be a redneck, <laughs> redneck, redneck yes. but it's like you might be black if. Yeah. You forgot about the racist shit that just happened to you right, because yeah. 20 oh, other yeah. things have happened to you before that. <laughs> but uh, Mike, tell us about what happened to you in SoFlo, and then we can talk about what happened here in uh, Cobb County. Okay. So the story when I was in South Florida, let me set the, the theme. It was uh, 2014. My wife, Miriam, she's recently had our daughter. She's one month old. So it's around <laughs> August, of 2000, August of 2014. Right. And... My wife gives me a call, frantic. She says, somebody left this note on my door, on our door. What do I do? I was like, okay, what's going on? I get home. I look at the note. It says, in all caps, I know you have my iPhone. You need to give it back to me. Wow. And it, I'm like, okay, what's going on? with? Right. And, and it says, and, and the person leaves, says they know my name. They know all this information about myself. And I'm just flabbergasted right, like what's right, going on right, how does right. this person know me blah right. blah blah and it and it on the back it just mentions the the property manager so i owned a townhome in south florida the the property management team for the hoa they apparently gave my information to the person that's saying that really? their iphone was missing they just accepted their statement they accepted fact. the statement because they had find my iphone right. and find my iphone had indicated that my iPhone was with within the boundaries right, of right. my townhome right. that I own. It's not like a pinpoint thing, but like in the general area. In the general vicinity. Right. Remember, folks, right. find my iPhone, it's not... Right, it's not like a, a pinpoint. It's not an yeah. exact pinpoint right. of where your phone is. It's an approximate location. Right. So I went to the, uh, the, the property management team and I said, hey, why is my information being given? Right. They told me that we looked at cameras and all these things and uh, you we saw that the iphone was with within a gym and that um you were there at this point and i said but who was there right they mentioned it was a african-american female right i said but so i'm african-american male right. so right. african-american female is automatically my wife right they said well yeah that's your wife i said no, that's yeah, not my right, wife. Right, right. My wife is not even African American. Right. So they just assumed that it was within right. my confines of my townhome. Right. And I told them, why did you even give them right. my information? Right. Why did you even follow them up right. with this information? And they could not give me a correct answer. I said, listen, my wife is not African American. Right. I have a one month old child there. Right. This is Florida. Right. Stand my ground is right. very prevalent right. here. So if my wife decided she wanted to shoot right. that person, felt threatened, yeah. that or felt threatened, yeah. that left a note there that talked about an iPhone, we would be fine. 
Right. He, Man, they, Brown skinned it. Uh, they would have made an they, exception They, to they, they apologized profusely, but it turns out it was the neighbor, my African-American neighbor's daughter, who looks very older, that took the iPhone and was going to give it back. Okay. That's the that's how that story. This is like a textbook case of racial me? profiling. Very can much. Can I so. tell you how would that would have ended with me? What? Very little conversation. I would have shoot the fuck out of your ass. That's that's right. it would have been done yeah. deal. Well, let's talk about the other story, which that's is li- uh, it's more so ham. It's more of ham story more so than mine. Okay, well, because I'll, I was very I'll, much. I'll set the story yeah, up set, a little set bit. It up. So uh, we were at the battery, which is a. Uh, Kind of an open area where the Atlanta Braves play right. in Cobb like County. Outside the SunTrust yeah, like out- Park. Outdoor area. And, you know, this is going on during the pandemic, so there's no game going on inside the stadium. Right. And um, the Braves are playing. Actually, there was a game going on inside the stadium, but most of it was inside the stadium. It was like at another. Yeah. In Arlington. Yep. yep. So what, what happened is that uh, they had an outdoor area where everybody could watch the game on a big right. TV. So you could be part of this outdoor festivities, right? right? So Mike comes there, has a good time, drinks a little too much, kind of just falls asleep, right? Cat um, nap. Yeah, it takes a cat nap. And um, <laughs> all of a sudden, Seems about like, like an hour, all day, baby. An hour later, uh, this couple that's sitting next to us, uh, this girl is like, "Hey, um, that phone right there, that that's that's my boyfriend's phone right there, right?" And we we're like, "What are you talking about?" And there's like a phone that's by Mike's foot. Now he's passed out, right? We're not paying attention. We haven't paid attention for the last right. hour. And she's like, "Oh, that's my boyfriend's phone, right?" And we're like, "Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, take it, whatever, whatever. We don't care." And then her boyfriend comes over. Like 10 minutes later, and he's like, where's my phone? And his girlfriend's like, oh, yeah, I found it. It was like right there. And he's like, why was it over there? And right. then and then he comes to Mike, and he's like, hey, why was my phone by your foot? He wasn't, okay, so. And he's implying that the phone was like stolen by Mike, and like Mike was trying to hide it by putting his foot over so, it. So my recollection was a little bit different because I don't remember the girl. Okay, so he just came the up. The guy with, came. Yeah, okay. And that might be right. Mike was sleeping, and then he was like, hey, my phone, I just found, it's right right there. And I was like, all right, good, you know. Yeah. And it's, like, it's weird that it's all the way over there, right? Yeah, he just kept coming back to right? like, why, is my, like, why did my phone end up there? Like, okay, yeah, all right. And then <laughs> he was like, it's just odd that it would, I was like, yo, what the, like, what Take your phone and get the fuck off. Yeah, he, he kept on circling around. Like, he never came out and said, you stole my phone or your friend stole my phone. He would just say, it's weird that the phone is all the... Like, it's not like... Basically, he's, he's like trying to rule out... And the, this was a Caucasian gentleman. Right. And no, to me, this is almost worse than the hotel story because... Like, this guy was literally next to us right, the but, whole time. So it would make sense that his phone f- somehow found its way if you were to lose it in our vicinity, right? Not, right, right next right. to him. Not only was he next to us, I was playing with his dog, like, minutes earlier. Yeah. So just the, the concept that us as a group would, on one hand, be just playing with his dog. Meanwhile, someone else is stealing a phone that they did a very poor job of disguising. Yeah, who would who would not right? just the phone stick it in their sitting, pocket? Yeah, but we're saying the phone is there the whole time. Yeah. So like, if I was if someone in our group was trying to steal it, why can you still see it? So he kept on circling back. It's just a preconceived notion he right. had in his head. He's going back but to that I prejudice in his head. He so he was like a little bit different than the other group because like. So he's making these points, like these, these prejudicial, like, oh, weird. And, yeah. and then at some point, like, what the fuck are you trying to say? Like, you think we're like just to be real your, with it, like, bro. You think we're trying to take your phone? So, like, he's like, okay. So he drops it, right? But he's still a few feet from us, right? So yeah, then when shit. Mike comes back to I wake up. And we're, I'm explaining it. I think he heard the story being retold. 
And he was like, no, 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 no. I didn't mean it like that. And like, yeah. I think he was like trying to like, I think he kind of saw, read the room, but like, oh, you think that I was being racist, even though like he, he was being prejudicial, right? Yeah, whatever you want to call right? it. But he was trying to, like, no, 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 no. That, I didn't mean like, like out. So he was trying to like put out the fire that he started. This lady, this crackhead, I don't think is exactly the same, but these people are very like inclined to think, oh, well, obviously that's true. Like, yeah, I bet you there's not a regulation in place at this apartment or condo or whatever in South Florida to where you're just disclosing information about someone else. But they just assume that yeah, they're exactly. telling the truth because they look like, you know, you could have essentially what you could have real estate guy. Right. So I would have um, you can report it. There's a way to report that. Right. There's also, you could have sued them, sold the house, increased everybody's HOA, and got whoever was in charge of the HOA removed to all at once. Yeah, but who's going to do that, man? Yeah, at I that would. point, it was, I, I didn't know any better. It's just lying. like, okay, no, but, I'm but, done. But, but, they, they cut corners based on them assuming this is a, a reputable person. Yeah. They yeah. cut corners assuming black guy, black wife, they must be married. Like, you know, like yeah. all of these, they cut all of these corners to arrive at the wrong conclusion. Correct. And then when you call them out, you on know, it, it's like, like ah, um, close enough. It's a little bit. Not well, exactly. The problem, not is, the problem is that you you're you're guilty until proven innocent. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And uh, it shouldn't be that way, which is like, similar to, able to right. say this is kind of like, know, um, like prove to me that this person took whatever it is that belongs to me. It, and then I can, you know, right. But which is what happened, right. which is what happened with the hotel situation where the manager to show that you don't have her phone. Yeah. Like, and the father was adamant about, dance? no, why do I have to dance for you? Like, yeah, I'm just coming I get down the elevator. I get his anger though. I, I mean, especially as a black citizen, right? I mean, I think if like an Indian person or Asian, whoever, a white person be accused, something like that, they're not used to being accused like that. So they'll just be like, all right, I'll provide the evidence. Look, right. it's whatever. Right. But I get it. If you're a black person, like, the first thing you're thinking is motherfucker again. Right. Like really, just because the color of my skin, right. you're gonna accuse me? Like I get right. that. But and, you know, a lot of know, people will, will will deny that that had any role to play. There was another story we didn't cover this here, but just real quick, there was another story where, like, a ten year old kid was accused of grabbing this woman's ass at a grocery store. She made a big stink about it. Your child grabbed my ass. Was sexual she a white assault. woman? He yeah, was a black yeah, kid? Yeah, okay. black kid. Mm -hmm. Why does it always have to be right. that way? So this whole thing, like she, she was making a tell, yeah. big stink about how this kid grabbed her ass and she's going to call the police and da-da-da-da-da. They later look at the, you know, it's a grocery store. Yeah. Okay. So there's a camera. I I remember yep. this. And what happens is that the kid's backpack Oh my goodness! Against her back, that was the entire context of the whole thing. But she made it into. The, first of all, I mean, I've been grazed by people's backpack. It didn't feel like somebody's hand, you know. Like yeah. it, it's yeah. a yeah. different texture, you know. But like, just she would jump to this whole thing. So this is it's odd. And you know, people were drawing comparisons to sixty years ago, seven years ago with Emmett Till. You know, yeah. where like somebody just oh he was. Whistling. He whistled that man yeah. and this yep. has killed his kid, you know? So it's just weird how to this day, people are just like, they jump to certain conclusions, which is bad enough on its own, but you need like a receptor. You need another party to accept your jumping to conclusions as being fact. Because if it was just a crazy person saying something. Yeah. And then they're like, well, show me the evidence that he stole your phone or show me the evidence that he touched you. 
right? Yeah, like if the cops nipped it in the bud immediately, it right. would never make the light. Yeah, of day. it would never make. But somebody else is like, that's got to be true. Look yeah, at of course, him, right? of course, it's yeah. got to be true, and that's what makes it. Well, it just takes one actual story like this: some kid grabbing a white woman's ass. For it to justify the ninety percent of fake stories, right? Right. Because that's all it will do. People will be like, "See, I told you, right. I was mm-hmm. right that right. one time, mm-hmm. and right. it could happen at any time." Right. right? Fear mongering. Right. Like that's how it works, even with with racial relations. You know. Right. All right. right. So, um, I'm gonna introduce this story. I'll let Ham expand on a little bit. But uh, Ti, a famous rapper in Atlanta from Bankhead, right, the West Side of Atlanta, he um, has gotten very famous over the years. He's become mainstream for a while. He has a TV show and everything like that. And um, recently, he's gotten into a little bit of trouble, a little hot water, about the way he deals with his daughter. Right. So uh, recently, not that recent, but semi-recently, uh, he got in a little hot water because he talked about, I don't know if it was on a radio show or a TV show, or about a how podcast or some, yeah, yeah. he went to the uh, OBGYN with his daughter uh, during her first like checkup because she was 15, 16 years old. Right. And basically, he wanted to see if, like, for lack of a better term... Her cherry was popped. Right. Her, <laughs> hy- her hymen, her was, hymen intact. was intact. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he really didn't walk himself back. He kind of volunteered this information, too. He wasn't really asked about it. And he basically was uh, implying that, hey, man, I just wanted to make sure nobody was, you know, doing anything funky with my daughter. Right. And now it's uh, progressed to some something else. Something else has occurred right. recently, so right? I, I will say this is a uh, another uh, production from Binyam. This is a Binyam uh, story. So I'm going to leave it to him, but just quickly, just to kind of add to what you said. So T.I. is a rapper. Was he known as T.I.P.? What was the P? Yeah, T.I.P. Yeah. Okay, well, whatever. This fucking guy, right? From Atlanta. He had an album, T.I. vs. Tip, man. It was like alter ego kind of He has a teenage daughter. She's like an adult now, but when the story came out, she was like 16, 17. And he was basically saying like, I think the topic of like, how is it like to be a man raising a daughter mm-hmm. and uh, he was like he is in the room to check her hymen is intact to make sure she's pure that yeah. she's not fucking and all this stuff and the story just blew up because people were just saying like this is some shit like some fucking Taliban shit you know well the fact that um he went with her to the OB to make right, sure right not the right. fact that he was concerned about right her. so basically okay. just like his overbearing and also his yeah. just his outlook like why 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 do you think you have ownership of your daughter's sexuality that sort of argument so he goes on to might as well be a sponsor at this point the red table talk <laughs> oh yeah gam gam Jada and Jada's mom uh and uh <laughs> Will Smith was in the early part of it, but he wasn't part of the okay. talk, you know. So, anyways, Binyam, you can kind of expand on what happened what uh, from there. So essentially, what happened was the whole thing blew up on his face. He was on a, I guess, a, a radio show, and he was essentially trying to say how good of a parent he is. Like, right. no, I'm really serious about my daughter. Um, and it just came off. He didn't communicate it in the best way, right? So he was essentially saying, "Look, I even know because." We asked the gynecologist if everything was good, and she said everything was good, right? And that's what got him into trouble. And then he came on the Red Table Talk to kind of clarify or get rid of those rumors of, you know, everything that was going on. And he confessed that it wasn't the best approach. Right. Um, and he that tried he to walk it kind back. Of squash it. He right. tried he to walk back it. some of the statements. So, and, and, and to TI's, so, okay, so we're from Atlanta. If you know anything, I'm a big TI fan. Like, I'm, I'm you know, TI is my guy, right? 
He's um, the, he had that rubber band song, right? Yeah. Rubber yeah, band, man. Rubber Wild band, man. Taliban. Wild is the Taliban. But if you're <laughs> a real hits, fan. Man. By hey. the way, by the like way very prescient. Fan, he was talking about the Taliban back then. His very Taliban-y attitude. Go ahead. Right. So if you're a real T.I. fan, you know about um, my air forces. Okay, that's too deep. Um, anyway, if you're from... A, so we're... Growing up, there were certain parties that you went to and you knew when T.I. was there, right? So T.I., well, Gucci Man was the worst. If you went to a party and Gucci Man was there, there's definitely going to be shooting and you might get shot. Don't be there, right? Wouldn't you be disappointed if there weren't shootings, though? Like, maybe no, no, no. Never You'd be pleasantly surprised if there weren't. Anytime yeah, I've gone around. somewhere and Gucci Man was there, there was always a shooting, no matter what. Right, so we partied like, on Bankhead one time. Actually, multiple times. And um, yeah, there was a shooting one time. Everybody I ran and scattered, man, like cockroaches. Like, just like what Yo, you would Do you think. remember? They stole everything except books in a book bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a true story. They stole yeah. everything That's except a story. That's a story time for another day, but continue on. So, and then... Right behind, so Gucci Man was definitely the worst of them all, right? And then right behind him was T.I., right? right? So T.I. was the kind of guy that when he came in, T.I., you know, it was there was some disruption at the party. Let's just put it that way. Right. So he's come a long way from being a guy that was really gutter and street and um, very lacking in his ways. And, and now he's a... He's a Parent? He's seen as a guy that's all about the cause, right? right? And essentially what I think he's trying to say is he's a traditionalist, right? He's a conservative traditionalist. This is this is my take, hot take. Okay. You guys can laugh at this okay. or disagree with it. So <laughs> what I think he was trying to convey is, you know, I wasn't taught the right way to raise, you know, kids because my father wasn't around, right? right. So I'm very involved and I want to... Um, do a good job of raising my kid. Now, that's not how I came across, right. Right? right? But I think that's essentially the the crux of what he was trying to say was that. But it came out in a very bad way because he was joking and he used words that weren't very flattering. Right. I, I was uh, disappointed in his outing on this red table talk because he kept on trying to excuse and walk back what he said because <laughs> he, he, he was saying like, he was taken out of context. Well, you wanted him to own it or something? I was exaggerating. No, no. What I... This is me just projecting on to, to T.I., but <laughs> what I imagine the reason behind his statement uh, is because my thinking is that what he should have said is, like, I don't want my daughter to be treated the way I treated women when I was growing up. Right? Okay. And, Man, he's and, not going to say and, that. And, and, that no, requires no, but, too but, much self-admission. But that's and, really you know. the extent of it because they asked him on the Red Table Talk one of them. They're like, how come you're not so interested in the virginity of your sons? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, is, why are you yeah, having but this, that's an understood double standard. You have Whether it's fair or not. No, I mean, no, everybody but, makes that right, concession. But the, Every parent does. Right. right? But the, co the question was posed to him. And so, like, why do you have this yeah. outsized interest in? Because he's protecting her from something, right? So he's protecting her from some dudes like him growing up, you know? Yeah. 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 That's so? all. Why not just say that? Just like, look, you know, well, guys, yeah, just guys own up are horn dogs a, and they're that's trying an assumption, to, you know. That's yeah, but it's hard to, that's, it's hard. But, but, that's but, but, not but, an assumption. You're, you're that's the truth. You're saying it's an truth. assumption, but what other answer could there be for his behavior? Overprotectiveness. Yeah. Like, okay. why you know, else would I you be so protective? I think, like, like I said, I think he wants to be as good of a father as he can be, you know, and I think his his motivation was that. 
Now, if he does a good job as a father, he doesn't have to worry about those kind of guys. Right. But he, so he one thing I didn't like was when you know how they do the whole thing when they start and they talk, they show different people that are making comments about right. him and what he, you know the headlines and all, all that good stuff. Right. And there was a guy I forget he was a well-known guy too that was talking about like yeah basically he doesn't want any knuckleheads like him to hit on his daughter. Right. right? That's basically the so thing. which That's... which I which I I understand but I reject that notion because I honestly think you know I know Tip I bought his his uh, his uh, you know of Tip maybe. I know Tip. I bought his mixtapes when I was in undergrad. I used to see him all around you know, Atlanta all the time. Oh, okay. Did you have coffee with him at a vegan restaurant? No, he's not vegan. Oh, okay. Have you, <laughs> have, Benjamin, um, have, 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 you, have you scared him away at a Top Golf for being too loud? Because I remember I did that. So I know but Tip more than you. We got the video. But what I'm trying to say is I think that he, for a better lack of word, doesn't know how to express himself. And saying, look, I want to do the best job possible so they don't make any mistakes. Right. Regardless of whether there's a guy like me or a guy like you or a guy like Mike that is more put together and can present this picture, I want my kid to be able to, you know, essentially... His, right, you're you're saying his heart was in the right place, basically, right? Yeah. Now, I'm saying that communication was poor, but... And communication was poor, but I don't believe that was his intent. That's right. what I'm saying. No, and maybe maybe there is some truth to that, but... My criticism is that he's not a father only to daughters. He's a father to sons, sons also. Yeah, yeah. Why does he have this unique concern about his daughter? I can't speak for every parent because I only have a son, right? I don't have a daughter. But I'm assuming all parents with both, they're going to be more worried about the daughter. It just It is what it is. And sometimes it tends to, I think, manifest itself in like overreaching, overprotective ways, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like... I guarantee you, I don't know, I can't speak for everybody, but I guarantee you a dad with a teenage daughter and a teenage son, they are calling their daughter more often to check in on them when they get to high school, when they get to college. It is what it is. And yes, a lot of it has to do with you're probably scared of scumbags out there, maybe <laughs> that were like you when you were young too. Or right. maybe, well, not even, it doesn't have to even be like you, or maybe scumbags that you saw that you don't want, you know, like... Yeah. Okay. Let me let me let me let me let me let me straighten this out. And so, a man can you know? over. Unfortunately, we live in a society double standard. But like a man can overcome mistakes in his youth and still be a productive member of society, still be attainable and wanted by people of the opposite sex. Is true. But a woman, if they tread down the wrong path, whether it's their fault or not. It can screw up the rest of their life. It's harder to be a deadbeat mom. You're right. Go ahead. Yeah, okay. To be In fair. many ways, it's so hard to be a, a pregnant of, mom. Out of everybody here at this this right. table, I'm the only one. Yeah, you one. have a son and a daughter. I have a son a young son and, and I have a daughter. But he's got, you know, Benjamin's got a daughter also. But he yeah, does? Yeah. Yes, yes. Oh, oh, by the way, by the way, I just just two seconds. Shout out to my baby girl that just turned two years old. Love oh, you, baby. I'm Mad respect. <laughs> there you go. This man right here. Anyway, yeah. listen up. <laughs> so I have a son and I have a daughter. Yes. I will be, my daughter is older. She's 18 months older than my son. Right. I will admit, I am way more overprotective of my daughter's just, just her, her uh, respectability, I guess you can say, right. over, just in general. I want to make sure she's that, that innocent little girl. I understand she will get into certain things. Right. And with my son, eh. Yeah. You know, my my son can say, oh, this little girl gave me a, right. a kiss in, in pre-K and blah, blah, blah. A I'm man like, can always fail upwards. Right. It's exactly. hard for women but to I can, I can right. easily say, oh, well, great job, son. Whatever. But my daughter? <laughs> right. No, 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 also, no. I, Who's this little right. boy? 
just just imagine, his, just imagine I, I can't speak for you but imagine in 10 years from now you get two phone calls on subsequent days one is from the little guy he's now 18 dad i'm shit-faced i'm in trouble can you help me versus the next day the daughter saying dad i'm shit-faced right. i'm in trouble come help me there's a lot more negative bad no, thoughts when true. the daughter especially calls especially if you're the yes. son calls. especially yes. if you're the father because you know like we went to uh, Yona Mountain, right? You know, we've been there. Easy so trail, black right? bears. <laughs> Do not fuck right? with so those like, black as, bears. As a guy, like, your kid's yeah. going to come up, uh, your son. It's it's not going to vary that much. You know, you, yeah. you've seen it before. He's going to come up the way you came up. But your daughter, that's like a question mark. So I can't understand that. My criticism of T.I. is that you came on the show. Why not just be open about that? Yeah, you just would, keep you, it real, you, you right? Being yeah. very coy about that aspect he's like oh it was taken out of con-. like why not just be like yo you know what like i I'm i've more... never been a daughter like i yeah but how up, many how many said that, though. how many like people embrace i felt like he did say he, that i'm ignorant again that's why you guys in a, are here in, to educate in, 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 me. in a, in a general I mean? sense at the end but the first 10 minutes of that he was just basically saying like it was taken out of context people were talking about but hold on hymen, how many like, how many celebrities that are wrong, embrace transparency, full transparency. No, but you're on the red tabletop. At this one, yes, exactly. <laughs> but you told me it's manipulative. They fuck with your head. They might now, fuck you, Ham. To be fair, that I, that's the moment. If you're on that table, right. like yeah. you should just be as transparent right. as you well, can. Yeah. That's the point I would, of it. I, I would understand that 100%. If his position was that, like, look, you know, just keep I'm it real. Like, Man, there is no, there is nothing daughter, more you know? stubborn and dangerous in this world. Every all history has shown this than a proud ass fucking man. Right. Correct. They will be the end of it all. Like this is who we are. Like when we're proud and we don't want to walk back, we might step back a little bit, but we're never just gonna give up the whole thing. We're gonna be like, well, you know, we're gonna no, try I, to save face. Yeah. No, I can admit. Uh, I can admit right now to this day, the the rules are a little bit different right. for my son and my daughter. And that, and that's just the the sad reality because I think my daughter's reputation or her her credibility is on being this this right. this perfect little girl to me. Of course, just just imagine your daughter gets in trouble in your local neighborhood. Any and everybody will look at you funny. Right. Yeah, like that's your daughter. Like, and they'll give you the ugly look, and they'll you yeah. know just treat you like a fucking. Uh, you know, outcast of society right. and it sucks it's not right. right it's not right but it is the way it is and if you're raising your kids in this time you have to sort of abide by societal rules and try to shield them from the ramifications of their mistakes right yeah but to be fair i will admit with my daughter my wife we have raised a great daughter she is a uh, six going on seven and she's in first grade and she mentioned to to my wife don't tell daddy this but these little girls were mentioning that they all their crushes and who they like and things of this nature. And my daughter's response, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, wow. I just like nice. rainbows and unicorns. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's my baby, Yasmin. I love you, baby. Enjoy rainbows and unicorns. Enjoy. You don't need to like little boys or anything. Enjoy while rainbows and yeah, unicorns. Yeah, in, in general, in general, I think that as a parent, you know, regardless of sex, I mean, I don't know. I don't have a boy yet, but I am uberly uberly uber uh sensitive about my you know my my daughter she's like my little mini me and my favorite right right um but i think that the approach should be more so just to raise them as a whole and wholesome and teach them all the right things because after a certain point there's really nothing you can do yeah right yeah right so like from beginning to end you you model what you 
are teaching them, and then there's nothing else you can do at that point. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll just leave it at that. All right. Yeah, I think we're getting to the end here. I do want to say, I, I think we did forget about one big point. Oh. Um, we didn't even mention the vaccine, the coronavirus vaccine, really, right? So that was a big thing in 2020, right? The vaccine got made out in 2020. Shout out to the coronavirus, the medical doctors who developed that vaccine, right? Thank God for that vaccine. Hopefully, by summer 2021, we're all going to be in good shape here. <laughs> Thank God. Uh-oh, I just saw something right now. The vaccine says you cannot hanky-panky for 28 days after you get the vaccine. But that's a small price to pay, unprotected. right? That'd be like oh, a, unprotected. Like a Cinemax 28 days later. Hey, you know? <laughs> small price to pay, listeners. Get that goddamn vaccine and stay the hell away. Be asexual like one of the co-hosts <laughs> <That's> here. <right. laughs> hey, uh, happy belated Christmas. Happy New Year, everybody. And um, that's all I got to say. Any closing thoughts, guys? Happy birthday, Irpin. Welcome yeah. to old oh. age. December 30th, LBJ right. birthday, baby. And uh, your mom's birthday, right? Uh, My mom's. Yeah. Shout out. Mr. Iron, shout out. Tw- I'm going to guarantee 21 is going to be a lot better than 20. Ain't no way. That's an easy, eh, easy prediction. That's not, lowered no expectations. <laughs> um, uh, Mike, I'm going to ask you to do one thing for me. What up, Get your mom some Chick-fil-A and some Icy, because I was supposed to get her that a few years back. <laughs> uh, happy birthday, Irpin. Hey, you used to owe my mama Ethiopian meal, so too. Proud. Don't forget. I'm, I'm really proud that we actually, you know, we talked about starting the buffer a long time ago, and I'm just so proud that we actually did it. Um, I'm looking forward to expanding um, our rosters and our topics and our ideas. And, you know, I'm just happy that we can share this with our kids someday. They'll look back and say, man, you guys were stupid, but I'm just glad that we can <laughs> show them how stupid we are. Hey, final eight. Last one of the year, Binium. Uh, final invite. You got to invite somebody on the show. Right, this yeah. is a part Who's of the show. Invite? Who you got? Yeah. Hey, be as optimistic and aspirational as you want to be. <laughs> Give a shout out. Invite uh, somebody on the show. I want to invite Kamala. Oh, Kamala. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's a straight, bro. I like that. I mean, South Indian, black. You know, the food. Can you imagine the food that she can cook? She can cook she can't go straight by it. I gotta tell you right and now. some jerk chicken at the <laughs> same time. Oh, and she got her, she got her, by the way, she got her flu, va- uh, not her, her COVID vaccine yeah. today. She had a very, I was looking at the guy, the woman that administered that vaccine. Terrible technique. That she was, was like a this. terrible, right? Yeah. Was like, and then she was like, I didn't feel a thing. I was like, I give shots all the time. I know you're going to feel that for the next 10 days. She's going to, she's going to be one of the ones that have the worst reaction ever, but come up. We'll we'll make you heal. Most people just do it like boom boom, but she was just like, and it was like the ang- yeah, so just bad, yeah, exactly. a bad, She's bad, terrible, yeah. terrible. But Kamala, Mamala, vice president uh, to you, yeah, Madam, yeah, Madam, vice president Madam. Harris, come on the show, please. Hey, you know, shout out Barack Obama, man. Barry-o. You come on the show too. You've been, you've been making That's what your you do. You've been making your tour about these other podcasts too. So come back on the show. I'm gonna lower the bar a little bit. That crackhead. Phone lady, I want to hear your story. I want to hear your side. I just want to hear how you think. Yeah, I'm sure a bunch of brown men surrounded by Caucasian accusing a brown man. It's gonna go well for her. I got one more invite um, for the next episode. Uh, I invite Simon back. Oh, ah, there you go. Well, if customs will let him back in, Simon, we'll have you. Hey. Hey, if any listener made it this far, yeah. if you made it this far without skipping, without skipping, man, yeah, yeah, hey, look, and we can yeah. tell by the way, tell him, Urban. We, yeah, we know by the way too. Man. We have a little software that tells us, man. We might send you a little goodie mm-hmm. bag because mm-hmm. thank you. This was the longest podcast we had, but it's been a shitty year, a dismal year. Right, yeah, but 
I wanted to add a little hope, everybody. Hopefully, listen to this. It'll be published before the New Year's. Enjoy it, and hopefully 2021 goes amazing for everyone, for the buffer, for you, for your family, for everybody. Shout out. Thanks, everybody, for listening again. We'll see you in 2021.